Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Phoenix, you listen to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. And tonight we have filling in for Jose, a very special guest. We have a Jay from the Audio Ammunition Podcast. How are you doing tonight, Jay? Hello, friends. Welcome back. It's been a while. Yeah, you haven't been on in a while. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. A few months. <laughs> good, good to have you. Kyle, you need to go tell your kid to shut up. Dang. I like to have the first... Uh, the first comment in the chat is, who are we waiting on this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, hello, dude and friend. <laughs> Kyle, your kid is your kid is so loud, bro. It's part of, it, it's part of being a gamer. It's part of, it's part of the show now, huh? <laughs> it's part of I the show. Hilarious. You should record them uh, and make a song out of it. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Is screaming. Did you, did you hear him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so welcome back, Jay. We're glad to have you filling in this week. Uh, um, glad you could could join us. Thank you, thank you. Me too. So why don't you go ahead and tell everyone a little bit about the uh, your audio ammunition podcast? Because I know before you were here on the show with another podcast, and things have kind of uh, been shaken up a little bit, and you found a new home. So. Go ahead and tell our people, our listeners, uh, what you got going on there. Yeah, so I've been doing a blog um, called Audio Ammunition for the past five or six years, and what it what it is is I um, interview and review underground rock and punk records and and bands, and so we've just been doing that. And we decided to, I do it with another guy and, um, we decided to do a podcast, which is going to be mostly like, like music related, but we're just going to talk about like, uh, music documentaries, music books, um, movies that, you know, like, um, we just did our first episode, um, like about a week ago and we talked about, um, the, that Molly crew movie, the dirt, that's on Netflix. I actually watched that. Um, we talked. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't mind and it. We I talked it pretty, about. I it was good. pretty okay. Yeah, I thought it was okay. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. Yeah. Um, um, but we, you know, we also talked about. You didn't like seeing Machine Gun Kelly as uh, Tommy Tommy Lee. <laughs> Yeah, some of those actors were a little more handsome than the actual dudes. <laughs> Especially the McMars actor. <clears throat> In and out. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with your internet, man. Yeah. But I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to watch that movie tonight. The Dirt? I, yeah. yeah. Everybody I've heard talk about it has been like, fuck yeah. I wouldn't say fuck yeah, but then again, really? I gave Captain Marvel a 9.8. Yeah. 
I, yeah, I guess it just depends who you talk to. But I think the couple people I talked to, that was more their thing. Well, I mean, I'm a Motley Crue fan, but yeah, I mean, it was it was an interesting movie. Like, I I mean, I question some of it, but like they had the dude from fucking Game of Thrones in there um, who played the like Ramsey Ramsey in Game of Thrones. Machine Gun Kelly is is Tommy Lee, so like it's it's a weird casting, and some of them don't fit, but it's pretty much just them getting their start and like partying like crazy. It looks like um, that the guy that played Klaus in Umbrella Academy is in there. No, no, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty I much all a, it is. I'm not a huge fan of Motley Crue, but they were the one of the first concerts I ever went to. If not the first, um, I saw them. With, yeah, I saw them with uh, the Scorpions when I was really young. At uh, yeah, yeah, here. Uh, was really? Compton Terrace, I want to say. That's probably right. Yeah. Was it here? Yes. Yeah. I was there. I was there too. Yeah, it was a fun show. That was uh, the first time I realized that uh, uh, rock, punk rock chicks or Motley Crue chicks are willing and ready and willing to uh, show us your, their tits. <laughs> I was like a little they, kid. Yeah, they, I was a little kid in a candy shop. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen to me at all. <laughs> you had a completely different experience. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It. It. Well, I don't know. It was probably the same, but just minus that. <laughs> oh man! All you had to do was like just turn your head, and all you saw were chicks taking their shirt off. He was too fixated on Molly oh. Yeah. Yeah. I was too a Nikki Six's cod piece. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went and saw him again like 15, 20 years later. And uh I think it was uh what did Compton Terrace turn into? Firebird. Yeah, uh, Firebird. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh I when I saw him the second uh time years later, uh they had that chick drummer playing because Tommy Lee wasn't even playing with him. Can't remember her. What? Yeah, yeah, some chick drummer. Wow, I don't remember yeah. that at all. Yeah, <laughs> you guys saw two different concerts. It looks, it sounds like it. Oh no, well, no, no. he's talking about one that, that was decades, like oh. a couple of decades later. Didn't he leave and go do his own? Uh, go do start his own band, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Her name was uh, Samantha Maloney. She was uh, the drummer for Hole. And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Hole. Really? Wow. Yeah. She was probably better than he was. At that time, I wouldn't ima- I would imagine so. He was all fucked up. Yeah, he was fighting the son. Yeah, it's pretty sad about what's going on with him and his son. Yeah. I know uh, it's a lot of he, he said, it's, he said it's a, it's a lot of bickering and it's fucked. Yeah, he's like drunken old man, like drunken old dad, like drunken grandpa or something. It's it's sad. Yeah, oh, so he really turned into he turned into Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being a drunken old man, he turned into Kid Rock, huh? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's pretty more much. like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he's not eating a Carl's Jr. burger off the floor, I don't think he's quite Hasselhoff yet. It was pretty close. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't reached Hoff status. Dude, that fucking <laughs> is awesome. 
That shit's awesome. So we gotta we gotta get Kyle drunk or stoned enough to make a Hasselhoff video. (laughs) Good luck. You eating a super nacho off your bathroom floor? (laughs) It's all annihilated. (laughs) A super nacho. This is the best. I hear. uh, So you guys have done one episode. Is it is it out yet? Or are you still editing it? Or what's going on with it? No, I'm still editing it. I'll hopefully I'll be done editing it this weekend, and it'll be out early part of next week. Man, you should hire Matt to do it. He can he edits our shit in hours and puts it out almost like it, he didn't. I don't edit this show anymore. <laughs> that we're just the constant professionals that we're just so good in one take. I don't need to edit it. <laughs> that's good. That is that's good. A, that's a lie. It's I mean it's a bold faced lie, but uh, shit. I'm still working with amateurs. Rank amateurs <laughs> <laughs> can't do that yet. I mean, we got Brian who is constantly looking for podcasting work. He's put up billboards <laughs> looking for work. <laughs> oh man, that was then, good shit. And then Kyle, Kyle's like, I'm. Just, uh, he, I call him one take Kyle now because he's like, I'm not doing another take. That's it. You got it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, there's no need for me to do a second take. You want another take? Pay me. <laughs> what you I see mean, is what you get. Money. Yep, that's right. <laughs> waiting for him to uh to buy a stunt double to just stand in for him. Oh <laughs> I wish. Like you do you see how someone in like Wisconsin had won the lottery? Yeah. So the dude I work with lives in Wisconsin. We, nice. you know, we, it was his daughter's hold on, hold on. It was his daughter's boyfriend's dad's golf partner. That sounds <laughs> that sounds a lot like too many connections to be true. And right? he's already and he's already loaded. That sounds like too many connections to be true. Why did the dude lie to me? He ain't got a well, reason to lie. I mean, I mean, whatever. Last time I heard, they Wisconsin has a law that they have to come forward. No one's come forward yet, so. If he knows, then that's breaking news right here. Kyle's <laughs> Kyle's co-workers, daughters, boyfriends, friends, <laughs> no, golf no, no, no. partner. It's his daughter's boyfriend's dad's golf partner. He's it's a caddy. I think he should get money out of that. He's like only like four degrees away. Three. Oh, yeah. Within six, I, you're good. If it works for Kevin Bacon, it should work for him. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but if I would have won that, I, I'd have my stunt double in. That was the moral of my story. Well, there's a million. There was, I think, one or two one million dollar tickets sold in here, and then a couple of fifty thousand dollar tickets. Be sweet, dude. If I won a million dollars, I'd do this show full time. I wouldn't fuck that day. And job. Then you could pay me to do it. No, there, there were tickets that won here, and and that were like decent money. Yeah, a million dollars. Did, one, uh, did it was like one or two, one million dollars, and like three fifty thousand dollars. Did people already come forward? Not that I'm aware of. Uh oh. Yeah, I don't know I've yeah. got thirty tickets in my car and my. They're all. Visor. They're all. They were serious? all sold in the East Valley. I'm dead serious. Okay, then. No, I didn't like, get a like Mesa and Tucson and. Okay, good. Uh, makes it doesn't make me feel Tucson. Yeah, one one fifty thousand dollar one was sold in I Tucson. I didn't sell lottery tickets there because it's so far south. Wow. 
<laughs> I heard that when Trump <laughs> builds the border wall, he wants to build it around Tucson. <laughs> Keep them out. Kick them out. <laughs> Kick them out of Arizona. <sighs> Nobody uh, wants to go to fucking Tucson. Stinks here. Well, that's very cool, man. So you you guys uh get and and blog about up and coming um punk and rock bands or like already established stuff um both both i mean it's fun to to you know write about up and coming bands you know we get tons of records you know because we've been doing it for a while so people from labels from all over the world send us their stuff i mean a lot of it i mean i'll be honest a lot of it's kind of crap but the every you know we get a lot of really cool stuff. And, and so, yeah, it's fun. That's awesome. Kyle, Kyle, you recently went to a concert, didn't you? Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> I think I know what concert this Oh, but, but one side <laughs> I think note. I saw some pictures of this concert. Yeah, I think you did too. I'm trying to get the darts to come on the show and do an interview. Oh, really? Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Because they, since they, they were on the last episode of Doom Patrol, that's so cool. I, oh, they, I, I there. I don't know what song it was because I've watched the last episode of Doom Patrol and I there was like zero to no music in it, so I don't think their episodes really? aired yet. Oh, uh, I think they said March twenty eighth yesterday. So it might have been today's. No, I haven't seen the newest one that came out today. So yeah, it's. I think it's today's. But uh, so. On a side note to them, and then I'll get back to my stories. So they got a call the other day from Drew Carey. They want, I guess they're going to go play the Prices Rights wrap-up party with Joe and Jet. Nice. Oh, wow. What? Oh, yeah, cool. they go next week. That's pretty cool. Nice. That is very cool. Because Drew Carey, I guess, is a big fan of theirs. So before we get into your... Uh your conversation about your concert. Uh, did you guys, it just sparked a memory. Did you guys see that there was an indie band, an indie duo uh, uh, called the hers that were killed here in Arizona? Yeah, I saw that. Their, killed. Yeah. Their first world yeah. tour, dude. They, wow. I guess they, they hit huge on the charts and they sent them on a tour of America right away. And they came over here and they were playing a show and they got killed by a drunk driver on their way to California last night. Yeah, they, they played uh, – where did they play last night? They played – or bef- the night before. They played uh, one of the clubs here. Uh, Rebel Lounge. Like the Van Buren or something. It was Rebel oh, Lounge. Rebel Lounge, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. And they were driving – I guess it was on that stretch, like the stretch to California where there's a lot of stuff around and – a drunk driver crossed the median and hit him head on and killed both members of the band and their tour manager. Fuck. Ooh, man. That really Bring sucks. the show down. <laughs> what? I said, thanks for bringing Uh-oh. the show down. Well, I just figured since we were talking about music, I didn't know. I remember this happening them. once before on your show. <laughs> yeah, Brian. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but was it Brian? I thought it was Jose that was talking about. No, it was yeah. Brian who talked about a dude who got hit by an on a motorcycle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I, I can't remember. 
Brian likes to bring the show down with his extracurricular activities. I, I try. <laughs> I try. Doesn't do it on any of the other shows. Constant professional, but he gets on here and it's that goes out the window. Yeah. Hitler this and Hitler that. <laughs> Tries to apply for other jobs while he's on here. It, it's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, Kyle. So tell us about your your concert experience this week. I went and seen Garth Brooks. You and everyone else cool. in the fucking valley. Seventy seven thousand people crammed in that fucking football stadium. Yeah, that was huge. Did I couldn't believe how many? But like my Instagram was just like nothing but people at Garth Brooks, and I was like, this is ridiculous. How many people are there? I'm not a big fan of country, but he put on a killer show. He and you know what? And Garth Brooks is one of those acts that it, he kind of crosses. Yeah. All, you, you know, he's not everybody kind of likes him. He's kind of like ACDC. Yeah. It doesn't kind of, they cross over to a lot of different people. So, yeah. but I was, I was watching him and he like choked up and he cried twice. And I was like, shit, 90 bucks a ticket times 77,000 people. I'd be crying too. <laughs> all the way to the bank. <laughs> and then I was like, Fuck! It was it was it was beer stand beer stand shirt beer stand beer stand shirt stand, and I was like, so if he sold fifty five thousand wow. twenty five dollars shirts, that's like two million dollars on top of the almost eight million he made for the tickets on top of the beer that's being sold to the venue. I was like, I mean, how much money did that motherfucker just bring in to the to the valley? Oh man! I just thought it was it was. Tons. It was a pain in the ass. And I thought I was slick too. Like, you know, the show started at seven. I was like, hey, we'll get there at 4 30 and we'll fucking drink at the bar before we go there so we don't pay the high stadium. I got there and I was like, oh, it's kind of busy. I walked every bar in Westgate was charging admission, and there was hundreds of people in line for every bar to get in. Wow. Oh, Everybody had the same plan as me. They just got there before I did. No, was he at State Farm Arena or at Gila River? <laughs> State Farm. Okay. I still so want to call it I still want to call it Cardinal Stadium, but yeah. whatever. I still wish it was called the Pink Taco. Yeah, I know. It's it was called what? When they were gonna <laughs> when it was gonna be called the Pink Taco. Oh. That'd been awesome. Bodie McBoatface. Stadium McStadium face. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it was it was a cool show, but I was leaving the the, I, my favorite part of the whole show was when we were leaving. I, I was I looked down. I was like, "Oh fuck, a cell phone!" So I picked up an iPhone. I was like, nice. I was like, once I get out of this crowd, I'll you know I'll try to figure out what you know who to give it back to, or if I give it to security or or services. And then so we finally get out and fucking it starts to ring. Cool. So yeah, we got your phone. Meet us over here. This person comes. It was a nice, it was an older couple. They were really nice. Walked up, he gave my sister a hug. Thank you. What can I do to make your evening better? Yeah, we're good. You know, we're good. We got, you got your phone back. It's like, I really appreciate it. I leave. You should have answered walk- it like a phone sex operator. Oh, who's this? <laughs> no, I didn't say <laughs> like a creepy axe murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall asleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> be like this is tickle me tammy 
But I thought it was cool. I was walking later. I found 50 bucks. I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. Like, like I, I right after I left the stadium, I was leaving the bar. I went to the bar and I was leaving the bar. And I was walking through the rock. And in my head, I thought I nonchalantly picked it up and put it in my pocket. And I thought I nonchalantly went to my wife and said, hey, hey, I found 50 bucks. What she told me was I stumbled <laughs> – I picked up and I screamed, hey, I just found fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had I, mean, I thought I was fucking like Smooth. all nonchalant and that nah, like whispered it and shit, but no, nah, I was fucking really loud about it. <laughs> Your perception of, of what happened was was altered. It happens it. <laughs> it happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. That it happens a lot. You always think you're doing something really cool and then you're like, Man, that was awesome. And then someone's like, Yeah, that was fucking dumb. Well, like like that picture that I have with uh, uh, Adlard. Yeah. I think I'm making this cool, like, Sean Penn in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, bro, kind of face. And if you look at the picture, I'm like, <laughs> But in my head, dude, I picture, I, I swear to God, like, I thought, oh, fucking cool. And I even threw up, like, the, like the hang loose and shit. I look like a dumbass. <laughs> It just sucks That's funny. Me. It just sucks when you find that out. I know I looked cool. Oh, not even fucking close. Eh, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> just keep on trucking. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Keep on trucking. I don't think he's really judging you about your, your photo op. Who? Adlard. He probably didn't see it. He probably got it on his table, or he's like, oh, "Look at this idiot!" To like everyone that comes in the studio. <laughs> Look at this guy right here. Yeah, he's not. He's cool. Gonna throw the hang loose. <laughs> he looks like a dumbass. Yeah, like just a giant, giant dumbass. <clears throat> but <laughs> hey, Brian, I heard something interesting on the Joe Rogan podcast this week. Did you listen to it? Which episode? The newest one that just came out. Uh, the one with who? He's talking to some doctor, I think, some chick. Oh, Rhonda Patrick? Might be, where she's telling him about the plague mask. Yeah. Did you listen to that? Mm-mm. So, My brother told me about it, though. Yeah, where he, the theory that's going around about um, abductions. Mm-hmm. Where there's people that are theorizing that it's actually just a memory back to you being born. That's crazy. So when people, you know, because most time people talk about abductions or talk, they're asleep. Yep. And that, so you get the white light, which is, you know, you're being born. So it's a dark area and you're coming into a room. So they got the lights on you. So it's a bright white light. And then men in masks, well, the doctor's going to be wearing a mask when they give birth to you or when you, they, you know, you have birth. <laughs> so that's, that's the theory is, is that, you know, they, they're like, why can't babies have memory? So it's you having a like a, a relapse in memory back to being born. That's very interesting. I I don't think it's true, but it's very interesting. Oh, I figured you'd be all over that, Mister Conspiracy. I, I really think that um, <laughs> I think that abductions are a slippery slope, and if anything, yeah. I'm I lean more towards the uh, the, the mill lab, the mill lab stuff, the military. <laughs> military abduction stuff have you have you ever been abducted brian no but i got a crazy story about that 
Are you sure that the squirt company hasn't abducted you? Yeah. <laughs> is this really Brian or is this a stand-in? <laughs> it's the squirt stand-in. It's, it's my it's life model. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you turn around, do you have a giant squirt brought to you by squirt sticker on your back? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> a, ba- a banner falls down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drink more squirt. <laughs> <sighs> well, there he goes. Taking that big drink. Drink more. But sport. anyways, when I was uh, really young, when I was like, I don't know, eight or nine, uh, I had this really creepy dream where I was uh, asleep and I woke up and I, and I, when I woke up, my you had to go to work. I, I have these. these <laughs> the, the I have that two, dream every day, Monday through Friday. <laughs> uh, the two windows in my room are horrible are front house <laughs> windows, and there was really a bright light, and I just see these silhouettes of these little people walking. You know, uh, to across the windows. I think uh, you watched too much Hellier. Well, here's the crazy thing, right? So I just thought it was it was a it was a dream, and the next day I'm telling my mom about it, and my brother goes, "Hold on, you had that same dream?" And I went, "What?" And he goes, "Dude, I had the same exact dream on the same exact night." And that Turns was out his creepy. neighbor was actually a circus midget. <laughs> I, I hope just so, walking man. past his room or window. But that that's the crazy stuff to me is that so many people before uh, it got crazy with all these loonies talking about it um, before the Internet. So many people gave similar stories um, that had, had they had never met each other. Um, so that was the, the weird thing. But too many people are, are loons nowadays. So <laughs> listen, yeah, or I attention or whatever. I had little gremlin looking men coming up to my windows and tapping on them and scaring my children. <laughs> so I right? sent it, I sent an email and Brian really sent the email. Yeah. Nobody accepted it. Then they sent one back. So I sent another email and then they decided to do a documentary about it, but I decided to stop replying to emails <laughs> and totally just upped and moved away. Oh, fuck those guys, man. <laughs> they let you down. Huh? Yeah, they did. They really did. <laughs> For as much as we hiked it, like a four or six part documentary that just uh, fizzles out in the end. <laughs> Piss me off! Yeah, so what a waste. <laughs> so, I gotta ask, what is your opinion on the uh, the leaked potential script or storyline that they were gonna run with with Batman Superman? Please tell me you've seen this. You remind me. Ah, Brian. Is this the Zack Snyder one? What? Not not him telling people to wake up. Wake the fuck up. Or wake the fuck up. It's the... um, He he is the one that that came out with it, though. The two mothers being one? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fucking idiotic. So stupid. I'm so glad it didn't happen. Jesus. What are these people thinking? They ruined these, these amazing... Uh, characters with with silly ideas. So in case people aren't aware, uh, Scott Snyder came out in an interview this week and said that at some point they were considering making Martha Wayne and Martha Kent the same person. An idea was floating that after Martha Wayne was shot, she didn't die. Instead, she was put to witness protection somewhere in Kansas under the name Martha Kent. So she then adopts Superman. So then Batman and Superman are brothers. You You don't get a Martha, my mom's name is Martha. Moment, you, you get like 
you're the brother I never knew. So dumb. And this, the crazy thing is how she just left Batman and didn't tell him, you know, like right. what mother would do that. Right. Never came looking for Bruce. Yeah. They're like, you can't talk to your son anymore. And she was like, yeah. cool. He's a, he sucks anyways. <laughs> He's a pansy. He's not going to yeah. matter nothing. Yeah. Let's let's uh, this is the incident that ruins this whole man's life. And everything after that point is a struggle. And she's just chilling, raising a dude in the middle of Kansas. Yep. She, she, her son sucked so bad that she decided to raise an alien instead. Exactly. Because <laughs> at least he had some credit. He had some street cred going for him. <laughs> I'd rather raise an alien than you. Yep. <laughs> so he just, damn she just sends him an anonymous letter that says it should have been you. So this was Snyder that came up with this idea, right? It was part of his writing room, yeah. <sighs> and I was I was giving him the benefit of the doubt, hoping that you know the original thing he was going to write and did was so much better, and they screwed him. But man, am I glad they screwed him, <laughs> dude! The more and more he opens, the more and more he opens his mouth as of late, the less and less I like him. Yeah, like. That 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 stupid stuff with the the Batman Superman storyline, and then telling us all the to wake the fuck up if we don't think Batman kills people. Like, are are, are you I kidding know. me? Are you kidding me right now? I think someone. I think you're the one that needs to wake the fuck up because there's a whole comic book storylines that revolve around Batman not wanting to kill people. That's the whole relationship between the Batman and the Joker is that the Batman knows that he needs to put the Joker down, but he won't ever do it. Yeah, that's why Bat. That's one of main Batman's <clears throat> main character points. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, that says he just makes. That says freeze. Mister Freeze. <laughs> Mister Freeze. He just froze Jay's internet connection. <laughs> you talking shit about <laughs> Zack Snyder? <laughs> you know what killed Jay's internet? The Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so funny no I'm so sorry you, you cut out what were you going to say Jay <laughs> he doesn't even know <laughs> oh I just I just said that um, no 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 I'm listening he, I, I think he's being abducted yeah, right. by Brian's it, aliens it, over there that dude opens his mouth yeah, every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> hey, the doors <laughs> come out. <Yeah. laughs> oh my god. Well, here's the other thing. Didn't he didn't he make a comment that um the the Snyder cut that he did is going to be available? There's no. That's the thing oh, is he's like dude, the, really? he's got a director's cut out there, but like now like nobody cares. Like at one at one time they wanted to see the the director's cut of of Justice League, but now nobody gives a shit. He it, within like a, a two week time span, he's become nothing but a giant meme on the internet <laughs> for for talking out and saying that you know Batman kills people and you need to wake up if you don't think that's what happens. What's the deal with these superhero directors, man? Snyder, Singer, and James Gunn—they're all kind of weirdos, man. Oh, definitely, kind of? definitely I, Snyder. I don't, I don't think Gunn is a weirdo. I don't think so either, but they're all like in the last two or years or so, I've like had the same type of shit going down. I don't think Gunn, I don't, I don't think Gunn has come out and really yeah. said anything other than like Disney ousting him. I don't think he's really done anything 
too crazy, but like Snyder for sure is losing his goddamn marbles. And Brian yeah. Singer is another one. Yeah. Singer just needs to hurry up and oh, be put away yeah. under <laughs> the prison. <laughs> well, yeah. even like Sophie Turner, who's I think it's Sophie Turner, who's playing Jean Grey in the Phoenix movie. She even came out and said that working with Brian Singer was uncomfortable. Oh, fuck. Yeah. After so, he raped a bunch of underage boys. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> All right. We don't want to throw shade at anyone. We're going to well, keep heard, it allegedly. I heard he's barely even there. Like when he directs. I hear he only shows up like a fourth of the time to actually do stuff. Well, that's like why he I'm got kicked off. The, that's why he got kicked off the queen biopic. Cause yep. nobody liked him. Yep. Which was probably a good thing because then it went on to win Oscars. Yeah, it would have been awkward having him go up there and grab an Oscar, right? Yeah, would have won Best Director. I don't know. When once he dies, fifteen years later, the documentary will come out about him, and then yeah. we'll, we'll all find out. Yeah, that's the norm. I never would have had Brian Singer at my house. That's what everybody will say. I think. I think right now, honestly, if. <laughs> You're in the comic book. If you're making a comic movie, that's great. But if you're not the original creator of that property and you don't, you're not the guy who came with the idea, shut your fucking mouth because you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, you're not a Batman writer. You didn't write Batman. You're not on Batman comics. You're a goddamn movie director. Shut your mouth. And, you know, that's why I'm about your business. That's why I'm so stoked for Grant Morrison and Flash, you know, because now you can fuck it up too. No, I don't think there's been a thing Grant Morrison has messed up in the big two ever. Can you think of one? What, Grant Morrison? Yeah, that he's fucked up in Marvel or DC. Writing comics, no, but we're not, we're, we haven't seen him as far as I know. I mean, I could be wrong. We haven't seen him doing much in the way of television or, or movies yet. But that's, so, what I, that's what I mean. Like your comment is if, if you don't, if you aren't associated with that character, you know, then you have no reason to say anything. Here's a, here's a guy that is definitely associated with the character. Yeah. So I, I, I'll take i uh, I'll, I'll feel better about him doing it than anybody else other than um, Jeff Johns. Well, like, I mean, if Jeff Johns or Grant Morrison <laughs> came out, and they were like, oh, yeah, guess what? Green Lantern, on his off days, he likes to go around and just machine gun people. Yeah. I, I guess you have to take that at face value because he, they're writing the character, you know? <laughs> God, I hope that isn't the case. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like if, the, if Scott Snyder were to come out and be like, you know what? I'm finally going to have Batman kill the Joker, but he's going to shoot him with a bazooka from 50 feet away. <laughs> I guess you got to take that at face value, don't you? Yeah. But, you know, not some director who's like, if you don't think Batman kills people, dude, like that's the whole moral conflict between the Batman and the Joker. <laughs> is that the Joker is so bad and Batman knows he needs to put him down, but he physically can't do it. He won't let himself do it. You know, it's it, even after the, the dude crowbars your adopted son right and blows his ass up like and he still doesn't kill him like all the stuff the joker's done and batman still doesn't kill him what you know what are you gonna like what what off-brand fan fiction are you fucking reading yeah 
Well, that's one another reason why I like Dame. How what Grant Morrison did so well with Damien. Damien's like fuck that. I'm not gonna deal. With, I'm not gonna do that stupid shit. It's just the the moral conflict of the character. And if you don't think, if you think for one second we need to wake up, I think you're the one that needs to wake up, buddy boy. Yeah, I think he's just trying to get attention. Attention for what? <laughs> Who knows? I need to get funding for Justice League 2, so you know what? Ben Affleck's coming back, and Batman fucking kills people, nerds. <laughs> wake the fuck up. So wake the fuck up, nerds, because Ben Affleck's going to murder a bunch of people in the next movie. Well, you know, if I remember correctly, he, he didn't just say that about Batman. He said that – he, he said if you're if your hero – if you think your heroes aren't um, – corrupt like uh, morally corrupt or uh, he said I talked all this crap um, that yeah and he said then you need to wake up so he said it about like generally it's like what you don't obviously you don't know what you're talking about you don't read comics you shouldn't have even been doing those movies in the first place probably right exactly and you got like Spider-Man is built around with great power comes great responsibility you know you got I, or Captain America was built around the moral being a moral character and but yeah. Yeah, wake the fuck up like yeah spider-man's killed people because shit happens but it's not like he's web slinging through new york with a gun like hey, check this out and just like <laughs> laying people down <laughs> you know he's not getting on a motorcycle and just mowing people down you know? yeah picture batman sitting in front of a bunch of coke with that gun <laughs> he, yeah. he does the whole scarface yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what the Flash does. That's why he runs so fast. He snorts a line of coke and speed mixed together, and then he goes out and doesn't mulls people down. <laughs> we need to wake Stay up. Out of my little friend. <laughs> yep, wake up. He's got the Batman mask like half on, like the cow's like tilted. He's like, Fuck <laughs> His hair's all coming out one side. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Just got the gun. It's all fucking big, big white right here. <laughs> oh, Next thing you know, he'll be saying that the Punisher doesn't shoot people with real bullets. He uses pepper spray balls. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to change his name from the Punisher to, to crowd controller. <laughs> 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 the crowd controller. That's pretty good, actually. It's just going to be a silhouette of a bunch of people on his chest. It looks like they're uh, to make it look like a crowd. <laughs> he drives around in a Segway. Yeah, like Paul Blart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Just uses pepper <laughs> spray guns. I miss Dog the Bounty Hunter. That dude was so fucking hilarious. The show is awesome. I know. <laughs> laugh your ass off at him and his crazy wife. Dog yeah. Man. That show was so awesome. But yeah, I don't I don't think um too many people need to wake the fuck up. I think more people need to to understand what their the basis or the premise of or the I don't know what the word I'm looking for is your your origin for the movie you're writing and the characters you're handling what is behind them before you open your mouth. Right. And just exactly. because you're just because you're directing one of these movies does not make you the indo facto aficionado on the subject. Like I'm just watching him get torn apart by people on Twitter after saying that. 
it, it's I don't know. Sometimes you got to think. You got to just shut your mouth and think before you speak. I think. Oh yeah, dude, that was way ignorant. That was a way ignorant comment. I just I don't know. That would be like Rob Liefeld coming out saying you can actually draw feet. <laughs> <laughs> It's all been a ruse in this entire time. He's been able to draw like the perfect foot. Same he's wrong, Lyfeld. I think he's trying to cover something up. Yeah. I start pointing fingers at him or, you know, like someone coming out in the media and saying that, uh, what was it, the Outlaw Comic Con is actually going to happen. Was that recent? What? That that dude came out and said that? What? No. That, that was a joke, Brian. I know, but I'm wondering if he came out and tried to, was trying to get it up uh, off the ground again. No. no. So, did you guys see the thing where Liefeld came out and made that big, huge comment or big, big, huge um, release thing, saying, uh, "I'm only going to do Deadpool one more time," and you know, this is a big event because it'll be the last time that I'm doing Deadpool. Everybody's like, "Thank fucking God!" Yeah, and His fucking um, art is so terrible. It probably was the last time he was doing comics. Period. <laughs> yeah. And then, did you see his new character that looks like a fucking knockoff version of Deadpool? <laughs> yes. <laughs> X or something like that. Yeah. Jesus. It's a like knockoff that- version of a knockoff version of a decent yeah. character. I'm going to draw the same character again. I'm just going to put a he looks like on him. He looks like Deathstroke's retarded son. There's only two artists that I can think of. There's probably more, but as of right now, I can think of that. Their art has gotten worse as they've gotten more books. And that's Rob mm-hmm. Liefeld and John Romita Jr. Yeah, he's gonna come out and lie, like like Tim says in the chat. He's gonna come out and lie and say that him and Kyle aren't friends. <laughs> yeah. We are friends. He just doesn't really want to admit it. Yeah, I don't blame him though. I do. Well, yeah, John Romita, dude. I think John Romita Jr.'s art went south when he started drawing Kickass. Yeah, because now it all looks like Kickass. Yeah, because he's stuck in that style. He can't get out of it. Yeah, he can't get away from it. Yeah. Like if you watch him, like when he's drawing Spider-Man and shit on uh, on Comic Book Man, there's an episode of Comic Book Man where he's on there drawing Spider-Man for the stash. He did it perfectly. He did such a good job. And then you look at his books, and it's all kick-ass. Oh, his Superman was so terrible. His Superman was like Umberto Ramos's Spider-Man. Oh, oh. Ramos. <laughs> it's enough to almost ruin a character, and especially oh, no. that that's so hard to do. But man. They they got close because I picked up the next uh, part two, the hunt of the main Spider Man. Oh shit! I forgot to pick that up. It came out Wednesday, and I was oh, thumbing I through it today, tomorrow. and I was like, uh, "It's just hard to read. It's hard to even read it with with it like that." What was it? The crummy art? Yeah. Like I, I start, like I start focusing in on it. Ah, yeah, like yeah. where's where's the Otley Spider Man at, man? Like where'd yeah. Otley go? Yes. I don't know. To work on something else. Right. Or he needed a break. That's the other thing. This is we've talked about it before, but it just doesn't seem like anybody can keep up. No, it doesn't. Like I don't know no. what happened. So what happened you mean, to work from home. I was playing. Like <laughs> keeping up with the, with their books? Well yeah, keeping yes. up with like the, the ruthless schedule they have. Yeah, that, that that seems like everything double ships now. Mm-hmm. It, most it seems like most books come out every other week. You know, it's crazy. It's just it's just a hard schedule for everybody to keep on with all these books. 
Well, then I'm sure it just doesn't pay yeah. millions of dollars. So that's why everybody works on a bunch of projects. So, and then they all they're doing is cutting down their time to you know to actually. Maybe that's maybe we just figured out what's wrong with comics. And maybe I mean, and it's real shitty that <laughs> you hear about them spending all this time and having all these projects, and then they're basically not getting paid dick. Yeah, I know. So overworked and underpaid. Yeah, you have to take on all these projects and. and but I mean, could you imagine if they just got paid enough to write the good stories and draw good stories, and it it would probably make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many good stories are left out there in comics, though. Yeah, yeah, I don't believe that. I just think, I just think that these. You everyone's every couple of years you get a really good fresh take on something, and then they'll be forced to, you know, they they keep coming back to those creators and say, "Hey, we need a fresh take on this character. We need a fresh take on this character. We need you to do this like you did Batman." And then the well runs dry. Exactly. So they just need to let people. Well, I hate to say it, but Grant Morrison's a perfect example. Grant Morrison just, man, he doesn't care about any uh, old standards. I mean, he he cares about continuity, but he doesn't care about you know the fact like uh, you can't do this with Batman because of this. Brian, uh, how much did Grant Morrison pay you to talk so highly of him <laughs> on the podcast? Dude, have you, Grant Morrison's amazing, man. Is he, does he have like a commission coming to, to you? For Don't you hear Brian's phone? Yeah, Ching. right. I mean, other than the fact that he married uh, the owner of Squirt, um, he's a really good comic <laughs> But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think the freshest thing that happened to Spider-Man in a long time was Superior. Yes. You know, I was actually going to ask about that because what is it like on the third or fourth issue of it? I'm not talking about the, the rewrite that they're doing oh, now. I'm talking man. the original run. The original run was awesome. I did. I picked up the first issue of Superior and then I forgot about it. Like it's, it's a lot of these books are forgetful. Like that's, that's one of the things I was talking about with Ken from drawing comics today. When I went in there, so he was like, Oh, you know, talking about books. I was like, honestly, did I haven't read a book in, in months because I'm, I'm sick of the story. So I just, I think the stories are lame and there's nothing good. So I just don't even step foot in a comic shop. So it's it's pretty much where it, how it is. I, I got sick and tired of just giving them money to give them money to just buy books and throw them on top of a stack and never read them. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I was spending $30 a week on that. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I can spend that money elsewhere. So oh. that they need to pay these artists and writers more so they could take more time and they could build better stories. We just saw yeah. that it didn't take fucking shit. Sooner or later, it's going to have to default back to that, you know, because you're right. You know, the, it just seems like Marvel puts out so much and like only like a fourth of it is any good. <laughs> and sooner or later, people are going to realize that and they just stop buying them, you know. I think they have realized that. Yeah. I think it's why you see a lot of people, a lot of comic stores starting to go different ways with selling comics even. I think that's why variants are still real big. And I think that's probably what, part of the reason why the speculator game is getting so much bigger too, because it's not what's going into it anymore. It's it's covers and who's doing it and what what is it going to turn into? Well, I think if you look at Robert Kirkman, 
and we'll be talking more about Robert Kirkman later, but when you look at Robert Kirkman, look at the walking dead, man, walking dead has been one of the most, most talked about and popular comic book series since the show came out for years. And if yeah. not before that, and then he started like, there's a reason like he started, I know he started with battle Pope and invincible and then went to walking dead. But then like you had, um, outcast come along and that book is ending. And then he's writing this die, die, die book. And, you know, it, and, and as he's getting more and more projects, the walking dead is becoming more and more sta- stale and stagnant. And it's becoming more and more just like, I don't know the filler. word I'm looking for is filler. Thank you. Filler and, and just a giant lull. Hmm. So. Maybe what do you think they, they get sick of it? You think maybe they're like, Oh, I don't even know what to do anymore. And at that point, maybe they just end it instead of getting, letting it fizzle out. Or they come up with crazy, stupid ideas. Well, I think Robert Kirkman <laughs> has said many times that he's got a roadmap for The Walking Dead and he knows how it's going to end and he's just trying to and he's just getting there. And I think as long as, you know, Skybound is good and Image is still throwing money at him and people are buying the book, I, I don't think he's going to stop until he hits his end game. Hmm. I don't know. But I think that's that's one of the huge problems is that it's you never know, like you you don't know, and like you get some of these guys that are like Cena Grace for one of them had a huge run, had a, a big following on Iceman, and Marvel killed the book for the second time. So it's it's like you know you get these fresh, like Kyle said, I think, um, what a week or two ago that you get all these fresh voices in here, but they don't let them, they don't give them time to do their work. You know, I wonder how much they write at Marvel or one of the big three, you know, the big two look over the shoulder and go, no, this shit, this is shit. This character would never do this. I don't like this. Change it. This is not within reason. And they override them. You know, it, you don't know what kind of fresh ideas that have been pitched or what could have happened. Pitched in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I haven't heard you guys mention X-Men, but I, I read X-Men a lot. I, that's what they're one of my favorites. And, Dude, now they're going through what's going on now is they're kind of like rehashing Age of Apocalypse. I, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but they're they're redoing Age of Apocalypse kinda. Only this time they're making the world that they the alternate reality that they all got sucked into like the perfect reality. And Apocalypse is some kind of like like love hippie guru guy that that just goes around preaching like love and, and individuality and oh, way to ruin a character. That's it's, not the new, the new X-Men series that they just started. Is it? Well, it's, it's uncanny, but age it, of X or something like that is what they're calling it. Yeah. They're, they're offshoots. They're like, you know, they're like in limited series, just like age of apocalypse was they, that they tie into the storyline. And it's, it's so dumb. I, I finally, I'm I'm like in like two or three issues into each one. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I gotta quit. Well, that's all I'm hearing is that Uncanny has become really good. Like as of like issue 14, Uncanny finally like flipped the switch and it's actually a really good read now. Yeah, Uncanny is really cool. Uncanny has Wolverine and Cyclops trying to kind of scrounge together X-Men um to figure out you know what's going on, like why like Nightcrawler and, and all the other guys are gone. 
because mm-hmm. X-Man took them to a different reality, but they don't really know. But Uncanny's still pretty cool. It's it's that other storyline that's just it's so sad. It makes me cry a little. Like I might have, like I've actually been thinking about starting to pick up Uncanny if it's as good as everyone keeps telling me it is. Yeah, it's pretty good. You should. I don't either Brian or Kyle or either you reading Uncanny? Um, no, but uh, I would love to jump back into X-Men. I really would. That was, that, you know, that's one of my all-time favorite. The Chris Claremont era was, you know, yeah. amazing. So That's what got me into it. That whole yeah. time period is what got, got me into comics, pretty much. Yeah. It's funny how Chris Claremont's writing doesn't hold up today. No. You don't think it holds up today like that? Like, uh, no, I, I shouldn't say that. So his earlier X-Men stuff definitely still holds up. But like when he came back to try and like rewrite Nightcrawler and like everything he's trying to rewrite now is not it, – it doesn't hold up today like it did before. Yeah. Like I just – I think he's outdated and there's, there's, these old writers are still trying to make these comics like about the same issues – they had back in the day and it just it's not as connect you don't connect to it as much but i think the x uh, the opposite coin is the x-men would be someone you would connect to more now with everything that's going on and all the turmoil and division we have in this country like you would think like they could write so much good x-men with that they should have a new x-men called offended man (laughs) <laughs> everything offends me. <laughs> triggered man <laughs> offended man I can't go I don't like how you looked at him but <laughs> like I think it's interesting that at C2 or at uh, C2E2 that um, what was it? it's Hickman Jonathan Hickman announced that he's coming back to X-Men and he's going to write two X-Men stories House of X and Power of X yeah that's coming with all, that that X thing is taking place in all four X Men story or all four X Men books. Like House of X makes me think it's going to be some kind of like House of M retelling or like recreation or oh, oh boy. or something to do with House of M. It might. I don't know. And Power of X seems to fall under that same kind of like area. Hmm. I don't know. We we talk about this so much. Like, I don't. Know, I wish they would do something to fix it, but I don't. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening either. Yeah, they uh, they've really watered down everything. Like their their answer for it seems to be like, oh well, let's kill books instead of let's keep you know just write better ones. Let's let's kill titles, and that's going to make our writing better, which it could because it's going to lighten the load. But then you're also taking work off of these writer and artist's plate that need the work. And then they spread out to other things, and they still write a bunch of stuff, and they still can't be as creative. Yeah, they go to imager, and I think I think honestly, like the dumbest thing in comics right now is is signing writers to exclusive deals. Like the fact that like Scott Snyder is and Brian Michael Bendis are exclusively signed to DC. Why would you do that? Why are you gonna you know the comic community needs to come through and and let these writers write great stories for all these characters, not just exclusively Marvel or exclusively DC? Because there's still money making machines. 
that you're right. You're not wrong. <laughs> the power of the almighty dollar, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say they probably give them a good chunk of change to stay with one, with one company. So if you're right for both. You you you're helping. I mean, you're helping the cause, but you're also helping sales to another company. And yeah. To it, they've got they've got stockholders to uh, to impress and keep happy. Yeah, but um, in other news, you I know that I'm I'm waiting for Brian's opinion on this one because I know he went on a little rant and tangent in our group chat about it. But um, the Eternals and Angelina Jolie coming to the mm-hmm. play of one of the Eternals. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know why anybody would hire her for anything right now. She looks so goddamn like death's door. She's absolutely <laughs> psycho. Um, and I just don't, I mean, unless she's going to play like some crazy half dead eternal bad guy or something. <laughs> I don't know. And the Eternals is such a great property that I just don't want to see him mess it up right out the gate. I don't even know why they're making an Eternals. It's they they yeah. they fit into the uh, cosmic thing they're doing. Yeah, but they're the next the next uh, hurdle they got to get over or something. I don't know why. You think the cosmic thing would be all be done with Thanos and you know the Infinity War or Infinity Infinity storyline that they just gave the title to all the first twenty some movies. I think that's great that they did that. I think that's genius. Yeah. It worked well. Yep. Because that, that was their plan the whole time, it looks like. so, Or at least most of it. How stoked and, are you about how uh, Avengers is going to be three hours and eight minutes? That's crazy long, dude. That's wow. crazy long. How long was the, the first one? It was three hours, right? It was two hours and 29 minutes. Yep. And I'm all uh, for it if it's good. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna sit through three hours and eighteen minutes of a movie just to see Ant Man crawl up Thanos's ass and <laughs> re-expand. <laughs> I love that. That's like that's what everybody's talking about. Well, did you see that Josh Borland came out on uh, Instagram and put a picture, like a post of him, like shitting on the toilet, mm-hmm. and said that he's getting ready for Ant Man's attack. Diet. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. just so funny to think that that's like that. That's somebody's like, I figured it out. I know what's going to happen. And what's going to happen? That man's going to get small. He's going to go with Dennis's ass. He's going to get big. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that. And it just, people just took it and ran with it. I think Absolutely. it's fucking, it's so funny. Absolutely. I've seen so much shit on that. Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to Ronan in the movie, man. I think that's that's one of my most interesting things to look for is how that role is going to pan out. Hmm. I hope it does good, man. Tim says in the chat, speaking of runtime, I found a place where we can get a group rate on catheters if you guys are interested. (laughs) Then we won't have to get up. I was just going to wear a man diaper. A mamper. Right. The ghetto, it's the ghetto solution. <laughs> I'm not gonna wear a diaper, I'm just gonna go. Just get the extra just large popcorn cup. bucket, yeah. There you go, your loyalty cup, <laughs> just in that recliner. 
it'll keep me warm <laughs> and then it'll make me cold. Yeah. Just don't fall asleep. If only if only we had some guy named Frank Caliendo that could run out an entire theater for us, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Really sweet. Lucky bastards. <laughs> but I gotta buy my tickets when they go on sale for opening night still. I heard they're going on sale next week. Are they? And then that's when I'll oh. buy them next week. Three out. That, that's a long time to sit in the theater. Mm-hmm. I mean that, it makes me hesitant. A lot of movies have been that long though. <laughs> like what? Titanic. How long was Titanic? I didn't see that in the theater. Titanic was a little over three hours. I think I wanna say oh. there's I wanna say I'm not sure if Avatar was, but I feel like Avatar is. Maybe it's just because that movie's so fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just it's, Tim says I, April second is the rumor for Avengers tickets. I think. Oh, one time, one hundred and ninety-five minutes for what? Avatar? No, for uh, Titanic. I think Avatar. Oh. You were right, Matt. <laughs> I feel like that. It, yeah, it, dude. Once they started having sex by like putting their braids together and shit, I was done with that movie. Avatar was 161 minutes. It was visually, it was visually good to watch, but like other story wise, it was it was basically Fern Gully for adults. <laughs> if you remember the animated kids film Fern Gully, mm-hmm. or or Pocahontas with blue people, yeah, that's another good mm-hmm. one. But I don't know. I just I've never sat in a theater for three hours. Plus and watch You're not going to sit in a three hours and watch this movie. You're going to look for it online like you always do. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not even going to sit here and entertain the idea that you're going to go to the theater, especially after your Captain Marvel experience. Oh. I still <laughs> do sit right next to me. Yep, I'm not entertaining that idea one bit. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll just go to movies one, two, three, I guess. There you go. Just wait and go to the movies in like the middle of the day or something when there's no one going. I'll take the day off work. <coughs> there you go. You're sick. sick. You're sick, and I gotta go watch Avengers. <laughs> That's it. There's only one cure. <laughs> yeah. And that's Ant Man climbing up Thanos' ass. Expanding. Nine tenths of nine point five. <laughs> Someone's real chatty tonight in the chat, huh? Captain Marvel at 9.8. Real, <laughs> real chatty in the chat, but he couldn't chat when he was on the show, huh? Hey, you got to warm up. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing up. We're, we're like a diesel engine. It takes a while to get going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think of uh, Zach Efron's name being attached to playing Adam Warlock in Gla- Guardians 3? I mean, oh, yeah. well, I don't care about who plays him just as long as they. I want to see him be little Wolverine, man. Yeah, it'd be good too. Do that too. And he'd be Batman. No, he doesn't be bad. What, what's the deal with Chris Pratt being yeah. attached to Batman? And like, he's like, I didn't even know about that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Just the rumors. We talked about that. It's just that's the people just throwing shit at the wall to get them clicks. Yeah. yeah. 
exactly what it is. Just to get that excitement out there. there. There's a rumor mill, so they just somebody just takes it and fucking runs with it. Yeah. Well, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think he would be a bad Batman, but I think he'd be a terrible Bruce Wayne. Think yeah. so? Yeah. I mean, he might be just fine as Batman, but I just don't think he'd be a good Bruce Wayne. I think they just either need they need to shit off the and get off the pot. They need to just make Batman Beyond and not and get away from Bruce Wayne. Go to Terry McGinnis. Play it. Yeah, move the story. Like get away from Bruce Wayne, Terry McGinnis, and move on. Quit remaking Batman movies that are just going to be shit. You know, yeah. move on. Yeah. Terry McGinnis, let's do it. But since Batman's a big old cash cow. Yeah. No. Joey Lawrence is still talking about it and he still hasn't come on this fucking show yet. Yeah. I think it's time you need to reach out again, Matt. Go ahead, Kyle. Reach out again. <laughs> so we haven't talked on the big thing yet. I want to hear what, uh, about Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I was waiting. I was going to, I was holding that for a little bit, but Brian, <laughs> Brian wants to get into it. <laughs> and I mean, five people came up to me today at work and was like, "Holy shit, man! Walking Dead was so good." That and, was I mean, probably dude, the best episode this season. Like season nine, I'm telling you, if you have, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face, if you have left Walking Dead season nine, you need to come back. This season has been incredible. It, it reminds me so much of season one. Like the pace has changed. They're they're changing so much of the show. Um yeah, they had one of the biggest, most controversial moments in comics era on last Sunday's episode, where you finally get to see the Pike scene where El or Alpha and the the um whispers stake their claim of their land. And the there's only one person on the pike that was the one of the originals in the comic book. Everyone else was differently different. What? Pike, Pike, hate it. Why? I don't know. Just the 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 word annoys the ever living shit out of me for some reason. What would you like <laughs> to call it then? Steak? I don't know. You call? It, I mean, that's what it's called. Pointy stick. Pointy stick on head. A um, roaster called a skewer. I, I didn't mean skewer. Skewer. I didn't mean to take away from it. There's something about that word Pike. I just it drives me bonkers. We'll call it a kebabber. There you go. A kebabber. But so yeah. Ezekiel was the only person that no no Ezekiel was not on there. Spoiler so alert! Everybody that died in the comics on the with their heads on the sticks um, didn't die on the no, show. That's incorrect. One person died on the show that also died in the comics. Oh, and it was the old lady. The old lady who was played yeah. by the Grace Under Fire actress. You're right, Brett Butler. Mm, yep. She she was the only original character that died in both the show and the comics on on the the Pikes, but the way they did it changes the show drastically, and I think it changes. You can definitely feel that they're trying to get away from the comic book now, because like this is other than the Whisper War, like this is the last major event they're working towards going to to um the Commonwealth where they're at in the comics, but. The comic has stalled so much with this Commonwealth storyline that I think they're afraid that they're going to catch up to the. They're definitely going to catch up to the comic 
and as far as storyline goes, if they don't just start making up their own shit. Because they introduced in this episode uh, the CB. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you already see that they're pushing. They're pushing towards it. But yeah, I mean, I didn't. Everybody who died, I didn't expect. Well, the main few people that died. There was one twist, and then but the but three people I didn't expect it at all. Like they they spend the entire episode like giving it to you, like they're spoon feeding you, like that everyone's expecting Gabriel. You know, if you read the comic books, everyone's expecting Ezekiel to die. Yeah. They spoon feed that to you. There there's a scene where Ezekiel runs into an alpha who's in disguise, and and she walks like she's like trying to find someone and they're walking arm in arm locked through, through the kingdom. So, and then it cuts like they spoon feed that to you, but he's not, he's not one of them. Yeah. I was kind of bummed because in the comics, she didn't put a wig or nothing on. She just right. walked in as herself. Yeah. Really? But I like that. I like yeah. that opening shot though. Like I like her that, that just shows like, how crazy she is because she went and she killed a group of people from the hilltop and like they build it to you. Like you see this, these people's relationship, you know, and all the years and they keep saying happy anniversary. She killed these people on their anniversary. Then she scalps the woman and wears her scalp into the hilltop to be disguised. Like yeah, it just shows you crazy. how crazy she is. I, I, just, <laughs> I like the comic better. She, well, I thought, I thought it would, in the comic she was crazier about it. Cause she was, she didn't go in as a disguise and she did. She's like, look how easy it was for me. I just walked in. Yeah. And she made it a point of letting him know. I just walked in. You guys didn't even know shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the way she did it in the show was she made it, she, she made it sound like she, well, she said she was from Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but you know, in the comics, she didn't do any of that. She just walked in and just did her thing. Like, well, because in the comics, the fair was at Alexandria, right? Yeah, yeah. But she walked. She didn't put on a wig. She just walked in. She didn't. She just didn't even give a fuck. Nope. Hmm. But it was still awesome. It was still probably the best episode of the season. Like the what Daryl was saying was. Next episode is the season finale. It's going to be a fuck. It's going to be a shocker. Yeah. It's going to be nothing like we can imagine. This episode, like, I don't know how they could top this episode. I know. I know. Like, it was badass. Like, I was sitting there literally screaming. Like, as they're going through, they're, they're, yeah, dude, they were showing, like, hey, have you seen this person? And then it cuts to them, and then it cuts to their head on the pike. And I'm like, where's the next one? And then, like, like they're looking for all these people and it cuts to their heads on the pike. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like I did not expect them to kill these characters. You know, I didn't expect them to kill any of those either. Like part of me was bummed. Cause I, I, I thought that's how they were going to go their own direction was they were going to kill everybody off. They were going to kill, they were going to kill Rosita. They were going to kill Ezekiel. They were going to kill Carol. Like that would have been it. And they could have just gone in their own direction. Cause if, for the most part, it would have been, then you know they're they're going to be writing off Michonne, and yeah. in what four or five episodes of the next season. So that's pretty much it. They can do whatever they want now. Well, and you can definitely tell that that um, Norman Reed is Daryl Dixon is is getting the Rick push. To, yeah, to specify so that we knew. Well, he's getting he's getting the the Rick push now Who is because. It? Who is it? 
Huh? Who? Daryl Dixon. Norman Reedus. There you go. I know you're being a cockhead, but a cockhead. Yeah, but like he's getting that that Rick Grimes push now because one of the biggest other second biggest thing that happened to that issue was she takes Rick to the like a rooftop to show their her like massive horde of zombies, and she does it to Daryl in in the book in the show. So, and then she's like, you'll you'll find out. She's like, this is our territory, and to the north, you'll find you'll see it marked or territory marked perfectly you can't miss it and he was like what do you mean she's like you can't miss it and then that's when they're walking up the hill and you just see like a zoomed out shot of all the heads on the pikes well they find walk up to yeah and they walk up to him and they find yeah the i can't think of his name sadiq yeah they find sadiq first and then he tells the story and gives a real emotional speech at the end of the episode about how you don't, you know, Elf is trying to send a message to them, but he wants to tell the story of how like these people were taken and decided to fight back before they were being killed. And they were brave. Oh, they're brave souls. But the big one, the big reveal at the end was, you know, everyone spent so much time wanting the Carl and um the Carl and I can't her name's escaping me right now, Kyle. Lydia. Lydia relationship. And they gave it to Henry to be the next Carl. Well, they fucking killed Henry. That's crazy. They put his head on a pike, man. He was the last one revealed. And they killed Tara, who was trying to... And, like, her whole... They they even touched on her whole story in that episode where they she started on the opposite side of the fence with the governor. And then she's come over into their group and been a trusted member of their group and stepped up to be a leader. And now she's dead. She got her head put on a stick. And they took, they took Enid, which was another girlfriend of Carl's. So they took Enid and then they took um they put her head on a toothpick. Yeah, and they took um <laughs> like two of the characters or three of the characters were just show characters. Well, Enid was too, but like they had like the the, the highwaymen. Uh, highwaymen which were characters they wrote into the show. They killed them and then the but the big one was uh Henry and and Tara and Enid were the big ones. Yeah, they wiped out the teen scene over at uh, yeah, pretty they much. Really did. The episode before they killed a bunch of kids, then they, they you know, in this episode they killed the teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't like that was the first time I I looked I sat there and I was like I have no idea where they're going with this. Like Kyle and I are usually pretty good about predicting on what they're going to do and where they're going to go. Like we predicted that you know, Henry was probably going to get this relationship and we've kind of predicted things going to f- as they go. But this is the <laughs> first time I was like, I, they have to be moving away from the comet because I absolutely don't know what they're going to do now. And that's a great feeling to have in a good show. Like yeah. this. Yeah. This yeah. season totally rebounded yeah, from where it was at. This is the revival season. Even Rick Grimes is like, shit, I left too soon. <laughs> But like I don't I don't know what either they just don't like that relationship angle with with um you know between Henry and or the Carl and um I can't Lydia. think of her name again. Lydia, fuck me. I want to keep calling her Lilith. I don't know why. But either they just didn't like that relationship the way it played out, or the fact there was a comic relationship or what. But them killing off Henry um, pretty much nixed that story. Explain why the whole point of it. Of every of all of it was uh he explained exactly why they they they're detouring the way they are. I just who uh, did Skimple did on Talking Dead. 
Oh, Skimple. Scott Gimple. <laughs> Skimple. Such a great <laughs> sounds like a venereal disease. Skimple. <laughs> he said they've done such huge things different though. He says it's kind of we're we're seeing the whole ripple effect of them doing certain things early on in The Walking Dead and changing things and, and doing things a little bit different. It's like it's just it's rippled out. And this is you you are now seeing the the effects of that ripple of of you know changing the way the walking dead was yeah but that mm-hmm. what does that relationship have to do with any of that it's just everything that's just all he just said it's all part of it just- like poor carol dude she can't get a fucking break <laughs> like carol should not be allowed to have any kids in the zombie apocalypse because she's she's oh for two right now <laughs> so <laughs> when they're tired of a kid and they want to get rid of him and yeah, they just let Carol adopt her. Hey, Carol, go. Uh, you have to go live with Carol. No, yeah. no, I swear I'll clean my room now. Yeah, that's right. You're gonna go live with Queen Carol at the at the kingdom. No, I'll take out the garbage every day. Yeah, you're gonna be dead <laughs> in like two episodes now. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Tim says, "Hey Doc, I have the skimples on my taint that I need you to take a look at. <laughs> They're really starting to concern me. The skimples." That's awesome. <laughs> the skimple. Me, you don't want to say hello, skimple. Yeah, but like I don't, I don't know where they're going, and I'm so excited to see that the season finale on Sunday. Like, I don't know, man. I think they're yeah. just gonna, they're just gonna keep on trucking. What sucks for a lot of people is like they didn't update the DVR, or they didn't update the guides on the the cable and satellite networks to to for the extent because it was an hour and a half episode so most people who dvr'd it missed the f- like oh, last 30 if you, minutes if you, oh. had, if you had direct tv or your east coast you know it comes on early for us if you record the first the first time that because walkie dead comes on like three times in a row mm-hmm. oh and, that sucks and if so they even came on to talking dead and apologize so like matt we were talking and it was like, Matt's like, it's an hour and a half. And I was like, I went on. I was like, nope, guide says it's an hour. I'm going to go out to eat. <laughs> and I'm sitting there eating. Matt's like, nope, it's still on. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's like, I'm watching it right now. And it's fucking nuts. And I get home and I turn on my DVR and I'm like, fuck, it's only an hour and seven minutes. Matt's like, nope, it just ended like two minutes ago. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. So I had to do is I had to re. So then when I went to go back and I scanned over on the guy, I was like, God damn it, they fixed it. It was an hour and a half. So I had to re record The Walking Dead. Actually, what I did is I think I woke up at like one o'clock in the morning and watched it. Mm. Actually, woke up and I was like, Oh my God. I'm at the point where I stopped. It was fucking great. I'd watched the last half hour. You Can you imagine how pissed you would be? If everybody at work's telling you how great the episode is and you go home to watch it, that you recorded it and you're only going to see three quarters of it. <laughs> Mad. I was pissed that it happened that night and I knew it was going to come on in an hour. Yeah. And I was pissed. I was but, so mad. Because yeah. I, I was telling Matt, like, nope, Into the Badlands is on. Nope. Sure the fuck wasn't. <laughs> I hate that show. I think I it's like Skimple's Skimple. It's Skimple's <laughs> fault. He didn't. He didn't do the easy thing and update the guides. God damn it, Skimple! What a dick! 
It was a good episode, though, man. I don't know how they're going to top next week. I don't know, man. But I'm, it's gonna, I'm sick. It's going to be a hard winter. Yes, it is. Like, yeah, they're doing winter for the first time in the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, wow. That's yep. right. So you're going to see frozen zombies. Yeah. It's cool. I'm, that means they defrost every, every spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think that would, that would help them in deteriorating, like, because they get frozen for a while? Well, yeah. You would think eventually that's how the Walking Dead would have to end, is that they would all just decay. <laughs> how cr- yeah. that's crazy that they've never done winter. Nope. Yeah, it's weird. Well, it, yeah, well, now they're, it doesn't snow in Atlanta. Well, it does, but rarely. And now they're, they're moving toward, they're in, um, Virginia. Virginia now, so they got to change things up. It's got to snow. But God, Walking Dead is fucking so good, though. Yeah, and like Lydia is still with the group too. So like, I don't understand what they're doing. I guess or they, where they're going. They're going to be discussing that something. Carol and Daryl, Carol and Daryl. <laughs> they, uh, I guess, part of the episode is them discussing it. There's also another zombie winter coming when Game of Thrones comes back in a couple weeks. Hell yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Last six episodes, man. Yeah. It's going to be great. You know, now that you've got HBO, Brian, you know it's another really good show that's on there you need to check out? What's that? Barry. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. That looks really good. I watched the trailer uh, the other night. Super. season Season two starts Sunday. Yeah, definitely. Super good. Yeah. It looks hilarious. What a great idea. Super good. What Super is it? dark show. It, I thought I've told you about it. It's um God damn, I can't think of the actor's name now. I must be having a stroke. I, I must be having a case of the Jose. I can't remember the goddamn thing. It's gotta yeah. be having a, a case of the Jose's. O'Reilly. <laughs> no. Um Paxton. Yes, Bill Paxton. <laughs> Bill Hader. <laughs> Bill Hader, thank you. Yeah, Bill Hader plays a uh, a hitman who wants to get out of being a hitman and killing people, and starts up. Ta- he starts taking a local acting class that's taught by um, Henry Winkler, but he ends up falling in with like the mob again and having to like kill for the, be a contracted killer for them. So it's it's a really dark show, but it's super good. Hmm. Yeah, it's a dark comedy, which makes it even better. Yep. It's super good, though. If you have HBO, check it out. Huh? No. I'm not giving scores for anything anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. That'll be the last time I write any sort of review without thinking about it. That's why when I would do a mat and a matinee, it would take me so long because I would sit there and I'd actually like analyze the the film but i wouldn't go off my first reaction and <laughs> no you have to go like it. Well, you know we, okay but this is what you should do now you should do mat and mat and mat and a like do it like right after you see the movie and do after matt thought about it mid the mid credit review <laughs> hmm. you can call it matt's rethink a matinee yeah <laughs> Dude, yeah. I think I just dude, I just gave you two more podcasts. Colin, taking it back. My re- <laughs> my review of my initial movie review. Taking it back. 
Taking it back. You can call it Matt's real review. There you go. Matt's official real world review. It's tough, man. I, I it's it's really hard for me to to review something right you know, my first reaction because, you know, like on my blog, I'll listen to a record and I'm like, that's really good. And I'll just write about it. And then like a couple of weeks later, I'll put it on. I'm like, that's total crap. What was I thinking? <laughs> that's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I must've been in a really good mood that day or something. I don't know. <laughs> it happened. So you thought you're like, this is badass. And you go, the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> There's no, there's no way I thought that. What happened to everybody, though? Uh, did any of you guys see the trailer for... Um, why the hell am I off camera? What the hell? Uh, did any of you guys see the trailer for Scary Movies uh, to Tell in the Dark? No. That came out, out today. It looks so good. Yeah, it dropped today. It's wow. a little different than what I thought. Like I expected it to be like the book where it was like just different stories in one movie. But it looks like it's yeah. following the typical formula of stupid teenager finds book and does something retarded, which causes a bunch of horror monsters to come to life and a bunch of horror stories. Really? Yeah. It's like goosebumps? Not essentially goosebumps, but it's like, like, like a Jumanji they find, yeah. Well, it's like they find the book or the diary of like this woman who all this That's happened to, it. and then like all the monsters that she writes about they start having encounters with them that are like trying to kill them. So you got like the scarecrow and isn't that exactly what they did in that goosebumps movie? <laughs> I I don't know. I'm going to plead the fifth cause I haven't seen the goosebumps movie. That's exactly what they did. Joe said they, it could be Matt and a matinee and Matt's real review. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he wrote it real like movie reel. Yes. That's genius. Good job, Kyle. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, and I've heard, I've heard they had to dumb down the book too. Like, they changed some of the art in the book because it was just like too scary. That's like what made that book so great was that art. That's yeah, because you were in fifth grade and you were like, holy fuck, this is the scariest thing in the library. Well, the art. Well, apparently the the story behind that is like the art was was way too much for a kid's book. But I don't know. <clears throat> I've, I've like Kyle said elementary school. I haven't yeah, I haven't read that book since I was like ten years old. So I would definitely yeah. like to check it out. So like imagine elementary school. Yeah. Imagine how awesome it would be if you could get some of those original prints from that book, like the original art from that book. Be awesome. Oh. Brian, you're on mute. I can see you talking, but you're on mute. <laughs> I bet you it's available. <laughs> <laughs> probably constant professional brian i try <laughs> i'm just kidding brian you, you, don't do, you don't do that on your other podcast yeah <laughs> what's yeah. the name, exact name of the book again scary, scary stories, stories to tell the dark. why have you not seen the art from that book yeah i have i want to see if it's available oh he's gonna go oh home. man there was i would love that the the bloody mary print yes mm. oh yeah they got a bunch of cool art dude like oh the bloody oh. mary one is pretty crazy how much is it uh it's not the original art they're just prints but i'm looking for the original we'll see here well even a print would be cool yeah yeah 
It but will yeah, be that... quiet while we wait for Brian to find it. Yeah, stand incredibly still. It's so crazy that mo- that book came out in 1989, right? But I mean, the movie looks genuinely terrifying. Like it looks like it's going to be a genuinely terrifying movie. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> I'm not giving any reviews. You have to. Nope. No <laughs> nine point eight. No nine point eight tier. You have to. I mean, I could I can understand like where Jay's coming from. That it's got to be harder on you reviewing a record because, like, that's making or breaking someone's career. It's not really the same as like reviewing a movie. Oh, dude, I wish I could make or break people's career, but unfortunately, no. I don't even think the good reviews make it to back to the bands. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome that to be to know that you like you made or broke a band. How cool would that be? Like you were like you were the straw that broke the camel's back, like. Because of your good and or bad review, you either took someone to a new height or took someone to a new low. The, I, I never really give like bad reviews just because a lot of times I think, I don't know, maybe I, I don't get it, you know, or it's not really for me. The only time um, it, it actually kind of makes me angry a little bit is when the bands sound really under rehearsed. And it's all sloppy and loosey, or they just sound totally uninspired. You know, it just sounds like a bunch of watery, wishy-washy garbage. And then it just takes me off. I'm like, you know what? You have no business recording this crap. You know, just because you got GarageBand on your, you know, Apple and a couple guitars, you know, you can record. No, you know, you don't, it, it's not prepared and you're wasting everybody's time by releasing it. I wish yeah. someone would have told Nickelback that. <laughs> <laughs> Nickelback's Americans, America's favorite band. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> no. no. Tim, Tim says Matt made Brie Larson's career, then stripped it all away 48 hours later. Like yeah, did. right. <laughs> I wish. She was on cloud nine because Matt said that, and then he ripped it away from her. Hey, I still stand <laughs> that it's a decent movie. It's not 9.8 status, but it's still in a good movie. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I wish I would take a screenshot of that. What, 9.8? Yeah. I'm not denying that I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. I was really surprised when I saw that, Matt. Like, I, I was flipping down Facebook and I saw your review. I'm like, dang, you really liked that movie. <laughs> I did. I thought it had a good message. <laughs> Higher, faster, stronger. You know? uh, yeah. I'll probably, when I get on HBO, I'll probably watch it a million times. But Hey, Kyle, we should go see Chris Hardwick tomorrow night and tell him about how we want his job. Where's he going to be? Um, uh, He's playing somewhere around here. Where is he playing at, Jay? He, he's playing at that comedy club at uh, Desert Ridge. Um, That might have been... Th- Thursday. He's here like three nights. Yeah, I um, and I think, I think these. I think today and tomorrow he's he's playing stand up live downtown. Damn! If I would have known, I would have been on the podcast tonight. Yeah, offered him offered for him to come on our shitty podcast. <laughs> no, I was going to watch him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then tell him I wanted to take his job. 
I want your walk. I want your talking dead job. I would do way better than you. <laughs> I would. That's I funny. Kyle would do it too. Um, so the 28th, he was up, he's at Stand Up Live, and then he's at CB Life Desert Ridge on the 29th and 30th. Oh, I got that backwards. So okay. today and tomorrow. Yeah. So. I'm going to take your fucking job, Hardwick. Look, if he's not doing like a single out reenactment, I don't care to see it. I get enough of Chris Hardwick on every other fucking TV show I watch. <laughs> so he needs to come here and do like singled out on tour. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be cool to get him on the show though. And they can really, like really walk a dead quiz him. They can pull back in uh rubber band Jenny McCarthy's face so she looks young again. <laughs> <laughs> that chick is crazy. Jenny McCarthy? Yes. Yeah. Everything that she's on now, she's fucking lunatic. She kinda has crazy eyes. Like, you know, lunatic, dude. It's weird. Like, she's gonna fucking, I don't know. It's like, like the shit she says, it's just like it random and out hmm. there. It's fucked. And she looks weird. Oh, that's because she's, she's so. married to a Wahlberg now. She's got that Wahlberger money. She doesn't care. She'll say whatever she wants. Non vaccinator kids. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I, don't know. I think the Coyotes are done, though, Brian. They lost to the Avalanche tonight in overtime. At least they got a point. Losers. They got a point. That's important. You're not going to be there to cheer them on. They're going to be heartbroken. Yeah, I'll be there Tuesday. Tuesday's not going to matter, Brian. It's all about Sunday. It's all about Sunday, Brian. Yeah. I want to see shed a tear, Brian. <laughs> shed a tear, Brian. When you're such a popular podcaster. Yeah. Yes, I appreciate Brian doing our show. He's he brings a lot to our show. Yes, toasting on it. Yeah. I'm trying to get him that squirt deal though. Working on it. <laughs> Working on it. That would be awesome. Lifetime supply of squirt. You don't know how pissed off I was when I went got back from getting pizza. <laughs> And I can't find my squirt drinks. And he act, played it off. I'm like, you motherfucker, I know you you did something with them. <laughs> Piss me off. You're stuck drinking Dr. Pepper like a loser. All the unwashed masses. <laughs> right? Like the rest of the filth. Yeah. You know, you know who drinks Dr. Pepper? Brent. And you know who Brent's associated with? Furries. So you're drinking the same drink as furries. <laughs> Any updates on his furriness? No, not Brent's. Nope. Oh, I did. Roommate? Is he still there? Yeah, he's still here. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Jose says it was probably the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> the one that magically hit your hand, took yeah. your, took your squirt, <laughs> and drank all your squirt. Oh. Good stuff. Yeah, Good stuff. About nightmares. Yeah, for sure. What else is going on? What else is anyway? Got any other good stories this week, Kyle? Mister Outline Preparer? No. Dead air. That's a no. <laughs> I, I mean, like I was telling you the day I finally was part of one of those 
inline pay it forward things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that was cool. It was the first time I'd ever been a part of one before. I was, and it was McDonald's of all places. Sometimes that pisses me off when it just keeps going on and on. And it's like, you're not really paying it forward. You should pay it, put it in your pocket and pay it forward at a different place. You know what I mean? I think that's what the people behind me did. Yeah. But like, and I wasn't, I didn't buy like, you know, I bought like $30 worth of McDonald's. And the dude, I guess the, the dude at the thing teller was like, uh, he's like, Hey, I'm going to pay for his. And the dude was like, you know, it's like 30 bucks. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, yeah, I don't care. Wow. So I pulled up and I was, he's like, yeah, that dude paid for it. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. I said, shit. Now I got to pay for their fucking meal behind me. How much is it? He's like, eight bucks. I was like, oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right here. Here's my debit card. I've had right. it at coffee places quite a bit. Yeah, I've had it happen at Starbucks, but no like food places. Yeah. Brian, have you seen the chat, by the way? No, let me check it out. You know who else drank Dr. Pepper? Who? Who do you think? I Hitler. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that comes from Tim. Tim says <laughs> really thinking Hitler. about it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Hitler drank Dr. Pepper too. <laughs> Genghis Khan. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle. You sent yeah. over your overline and your your outline, and I looked at it. You do you seriously think Detective Pikachu looks like a good movie? Yeah, dude, I want to see it so bad. Yeah, I do too. It I think it's like a fun hilarious. movie. I think you guys are on a bad strand because that movie looks like shit. <sighs> Have you watched the trailers? Yes, I've watched the trailers. Dude, it looks fucking fun. Dude, Ryan Reynolds is gonna fucking kill it as Pikachu. No, it should have been Danny DeVito, like it was supposed to be all along. Not Ryan Reynolds. No, Dan, I think Danny Reynolds. DeVito is Detective Pikachu. Nah, I, the, the sarcasm <laughs> and shit that comes from Ryan Reynolds—it's gonna make it good. I don't it looks know, funny. Man. I watched both the tra- It looks, it, it looks funny. I think it looks good. Mm, I just no. I'm I'm a hardcore pass. Really on. It looks good. I'm gonna hardcore pass on that. <laughs> Are you really pass? pass. <laughs> It's gonna watch. It's gonna fucking. It's gonna rock, and you're gonna go see it. And you're gonna give it nine point six. Tim says, "Did you guys talk about Detective One Thousand already? Wondering what covers you guys picked up. I picked up zero covers because I'm not paying ten dollars for that book. I, agree. I, I got the Jim Lee cover. He said he picked up the standard and the Capullo. That's cool. I, dude, like I'm not. I might go to the comic book shop tomorrow and look at them, but like I wasn't." I wasn't psyched for it. I don't I was care. Pick up the Steranko cover, and then I thought it was ten dollars, so I put it back. Yeah, it's. Which mm. one was the standard cover? Was it the Jim Lee cover? Even though, like, I'm gonna pick it up just for the the Kevin Smith story that's in there. The him and Kevin Smith as the writer. This team up right here. Kevin Smith as the writer. Jim Lee as the artist. Wow. Like that's mm. that's one. I want the book just for that. That's it. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't give a shit about Detective One Thousand. The only one I wanted was the Art Germ one, where it was the like the one that made it look like it was an old copy. But those sold out so quick, I didn't get one. And the reason I don't give a shit is because they're talking about how they're going to start renumbering it from one again. So, really? Mm-hmm. 
That's they didn't do that with action. Nope. But that's that's what they the rumor is is that they've been kicking around the idea of starting detective and action back over at number one. Mm. So we'll see. Goddamn motherfuckers. <laughs> now like like the internet and like Kyle says, people try to break stories early. So I mean that could have been early talks and never even ha- never happened. They just continue on, but yeah, because they're just going to start it over number one, and in three more months, go back right. to the original title number. Right. So I'm just not. I don't, like I said, maybe I'll go pick it up. But I, dude, ten at ten dollars, I didn't even pick up Action Comics one thousand because it's ten dollars. Oh, really? Yeah. No. No. I no interest actually. But and I hate Superman, so that's that's two right there. <laughs> I hate Superman, and you want me to shell out ten bucks? Nope. Double negative. Yep. Negative. As Kyle says, hard pass. It's a hard pass. It's a hard <laughs> pass. But and, and there was like thirty some covers for it. Oh yeah! Like so good cute. God! I when I went to draw on today, I think there was only my cover wasn't on the shelf. And there, all I saw was the um, the Bernie cover and uh, the Stranko cover. Yeah, unless they sold out of them, or or he just didn't order up on a ton of them. I mean, they came out Wednesday, and I'm sure it was the hottest book of the week, right, Brian? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. So but I'm sure they just bought them up. Ten well, like bucks. 33 covers is what is what Tim says he saw. But like, mm-hmm. I know for a fact, like a lot of some of those covers were like one in 25 variants so like the dude at the surprise kind of shop was like i got i'm ordering up on a lot of them because i want some of the i want to get some of these variants for my customers so it's like mm-hmm. i can wait i'll wait until it's a like two dollar book or something or i'll wait till like usually like samurai comics does an awesome fourth of july sale where back issues are a dollar well maybe yeah, i'll no. wait till then mm. you know i'll pick it up at some point but it, it's so overproduced it's not going to be hard to get and if, right. if that book's going to be worth anything, it's because it's going to be for the cover, not the actual book. Yeah. So. Oh, you mean like what most books go for now because of the cover? Well, the most modern books, yeah. So nothing different. Well, right. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, I'm, I'm saying that because it's Action Comics 1000 isn't a, a driving force. You know, it's not like that book is going to be going or be massive and price anytime soon it already is it's 10 bucks yeah for 10 bucks straight from the seller for a fucking comic book yep 33 covers that's fucking stupid and you <laughs> and you know there's some some dude out there that bought all yeah. of them oh yeah dude i i feel like a moron I just bought 33 covers at 10 bucks a pop. Right. Why are my lights off? Oh, yeah. I bought fucking 33 copies of Detective Comics 1000. Yeah, you spent $300 in comics. Like, fuck out of here. Fuck. Yeah, that's annoying. He said he thinks 10 of them were store exclusives. That's insane, too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I actually, I was actually, I, I, I totally forgot Detective One Thousand came out on Wednesday. 
Yeah, it's like, uh, how much hype was surrounding it? Yeah, a lot, man. I fucking that's all everybody talked about. So did did you read it, Kyle? No, I haven't read it yet. I just got it today. You actually picked it up. Yeah. Which cover did you get? Jim Lee, like I said earlier. The normal one. Is Jim yeah. Lee the normal? I don't I even know. I don't. I, it's, I, don't I know. I haven't paid attention. One was one the one that was in my box. Yeah, I don't. Whatever. So maybe I'll go check it out tomorrow and pick it up. Comics are at least putting the Jim Lee cover in my box. Well, props to Darna Comics then. But like I said, I'll go check it out. But I just didn't. I didn't care. I just want it for that Tim, that uh, Jim Lee, Kevin Smith team up. I heard the whole story is pretty good too. Oh, I'm sure some of the stories in there are fantastic, but just like Jim Lee is one of my favorite artists, and Kevin Smith is just one of my favorite directors and writers. So, like, fuck it. Did you read the other Batman um, books that Kevin Smith did? Like the yeah, what, Cacophony. The Cacophony, yeah. That yeah. Cacophony has some really hard to find variants. Oh, really? That are worth a lot of money, yeah. Bill Sienkiewicz stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't read either one of those. I'd That's like what, to. The, well, Cacophony is a, is a must-read, I think. A must-read Batman story. and it's, it's got one of my favorite moments in it, the very last issue is a conversation between Batman and a, a lucid, completely sane Joker. So that's, that's one of my like top five Batman moments. Did um, yeah. Walt, Walt do the art in that one too? Uh, I, think, I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know he did the widening guy or one, right? Yeah. There's supposed to be another third. There's a third book in that series. that just never came out. Yeah. Cause there's, Wine Guy or Cacophony, and then there's a third book in the series that hasn't come out. But like Batman, like Kevin Smith wrote one of the one of the a great Batman villain in Onomatopoeia and never used him. Like he's never used in anything. <laughs> hmm. What you don't agree with me, Brian? <laughs> no, I just think it's funny that he he made these and didn't use them, right? Because. Yeah. He, he's such a big fan of the the uh, the comic book that it just blows me away that he would do that. Well, I mean, he, DC hasn't used them. Like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, DC hasn't used them in anything other than the comics. But like, I really love his Green Arrow quiver. One of my best, uh, one of my favorite Green Arrow stories. And I'm not really a Green Arrow fan. I agree with you. But next to year one, Quiver is probably one of my favorite Green Arrow stories. I, I really like the stuff he did on Batman 66. I think I think as a comic book writer, he could kill it. He did but really good it. on Daredevil too. The Daredevil model yeah, night. Daredevil. Yeah. That mm-hmm. Like that, but that's he's he's got a knack for writing dialogue. So I think yeah. that's he kills it. But and he's writing uh he's writing Hit Girl right now. Yeah. He's got two issues of Hit Girl right now. So like I said when it comes to comic book stuff, man, I He's he's got some good stuff out there, but I just wish his most recent movies he could say the same thing. <laughs> but I hold hope. I hold hope for Jane Silent Rob reboot. I, I have hope for it, but we'll see. It'll, yeah, that's just gonna make him bounce back. If he, dude, if he relaunched his career with that, that'd be fantastic. It's Miri. I wish every movie he does, they should say that somewhere in it. What? It's Miri. It's Miri. 
<laughs> yeah. That's a great movie. Zach and Mimi make a porno? Yes. <laughs> so funny. I think Red State is one of the movies that was so good that I know we've talked about it before, but that movie was a really good movie. It was pretty good. I like Red State. More, more uh, people talking about it. Tusked. Dude, yeah, Tusk was a good movie at the beginning of it. At the, like, the first half. Yeah. Badass. I do have to I do have to say thank you very much to Brian for the, the wonderful shout outs on, on Bogcast this week. That was that was nice. <laughs> he shouted out absolute geek as a whole and me personally. It was it was a nice touch. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate it. I don't get no shout outs. What the fuck? You're gonna be on an episode. <laughs> you, you don't need what? a shout out. You're gonna be on a full episode. So, I want my name to be said on before. You're gonna you're gonna be on a full episode talking about what it's like to be Jose's sidekick. Yep. So Brian, yet on this Sunday, you gotta say my name. So it sounds like we're gonna try and get Kyle in the 14th. So um be on the lookout. There you go. We're gonna talk to Brian. So Kyle gets to be the only cat the only guest you know is coming in. So far, uh, well, there's there's two of them now. Um, there's the episode. Uh, the new episode that we're released that's that he's releasing um, is an episode with my brother, and nice. that turned, yeah, that turned out pretty good. So, um, other than that, it's just Kyle and my brother so far that the only guests that I know about. So, Jose says in the chat, "Podcast is the shit." Uh, thank you, brother. Brian's on a lot of other podcasts. This man is a working man. Oh man! But you mean Brian's on other podcasts? I know, right? <laughs> All for my master plan to get Squirt to give me a lifetime supply. Dude, he's like, he's like it's a podcaster it. extraordinaire, dude. Like I, I feel like I have to create other shows to be on podcasts. Brian, just like oh, I'll just get invited on him. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well. Hopefully, I'm really what you know. I'm he really does, he does. Not only is he on three podcasts, the man has an eBay store. He <laughs> is he is just a threat, man. You're on three podcasts. I am. Wow. Are they all like comic book type stuff? Uh, no, no, uh, just two just, of them. Yeah, and and this podcast is more about just pop culture. I I think than it is comic books, but yeah. Uh, what our cast or flip yeah side? i i know our cast i think you we're kind of, we're kind of everything including comic books you know um how dare so. you put us in a corner yeah no, no we it, we, you, we're, you're right we we cover we cover everything yeah. yeah how dare you nobody puts absolute geek in a corner yeah nobody oh <laughs> that's funny man what that you said that why because it's funny that's what you said too you're a dirty dancer. Yep, I'm a dirty dancer. <laughs> Aren't we all though? Oh yes, everyone watches it when it's on. And everyone who who says they're not, I'm just it's kidding. A fucking liar. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to give Brian, you know, a hard time because it's just pure jealousy coming out. <laughs> well, uh, I had I had to create three shows a week to be on three different podcasts. Brian just like <laughs> getting invited to him. I gotta That's tell fun. you, man. Learning how to, two years, though. Yeah, learning how to pod is uh, becoming more and more of a struggle. Tim says you are the ma- the modern day Renaissance man, a master of all realms. <laughs> <laughs> Got it all covered. 
<laughs> All covered, man. Yeah. You see, it's hard to be a podcaster. It, it is once you start looking into all the behind the stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Brian start hosting this show. You don't need me anymore. You got Brian. He's he's a pro. I I really I really uh I retire. I officially retire. I really respect the fact that you know um I don't have to do a lot of behind the scenes stuff. So that makes me even look at people like Matt and Keith and people that are doing this behind the scenes stuff to get the show out there and and editing and all that stuff. And that's uh that's that's some rough learning curves right there. So I appreciate the suck fest, but I mean, I gotta, I gotta be honest without Kyle. I right lately, like the reason this show has been absolute fire lately is 100% Kyle. No, like, him, him, lately. him getting the topics and, and actually coming into the show with an outline instead of just being like, fuck it, we're going to wing it has made the, the world <laughs> of a difference. No, sir. I'm just here to podcast. Yeah. Odd. It's a, humble, it's, a, it's a humble, humble dick sucking fest. <laughs> it's all last, I think. Yeah, I think the last thing we should do, uh, end the show on it said, "Don't worry, Matt. When my podcast dead air drops, you'll be welcome." As a guest. dead air is the perfect name for your podcast. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's no, nah, Tim. I'm sure you'll do fine. It's a learning curve, man. Like, that's the thing. It's like, and I, I mean, and we'll share it on here. And I've said it on other shows that we've been on in interviews. Podcasting is not as easy as it looks. Like, I understand like people are out there, man, everyone's got a cell phone. Go out there and start a podcast. That's great. But you don't understand like what all goes into it. That the editing, the social media outreach, the, you know, distributing of it, getting ready for the next episode. It, it's a lot of work. And, and people it's are like, fun. oh, you're just, yeah, like you just you're like, oh, all you do is sit down in a microphone and talk into it for an hour. Well, it's intimidating as shit the first couple of times you do it. It is. Like it's real intimidating the first couple of times you did it. So <laughs> it's I mean, I definitely say it's a fun hobby and everyone should do it, but you know, it's don't expect to be like a master of none right at the beginning. Yes. Shit, Garcia's been on the show twice and he's done the exact same thing twice. Uh, Tim said, sometimes everyone doesn't get the outline. Cough, cough, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Hey. Thanks, Travis. We appreciate it. Travis Glenn says, great show or good show. The, uh, I didn't used to know what Matt was going to talk about forever. Yeah, I kind of, I didn't purposely keep it hidden. Mostly because it was like, what are we talking about? It's like, I don't know, we'll fucking wing it. So. I like I like being able to just go on Wednesday. All right, Kyle, what do you got for me? And he sends me the outline, and I make the title of the show and the thumbnail that day. Yep. But I just, like I said, I just like photoshopping you guys into cool shit. <laughs> like if you haven't seen the if you haven't seen the absolute geek Avengers posters, you should check those out. Yes, the the two that are out there. Hey, that was all day project of uh, it was of us talking and manipulating and and discussing and. Because Kyle, the constant perfectionist, I made the first one. He's like, I don't like that. That's not what I'm <laughs> talking about. So then I had to go back and remake it. Never said that. <laughs> you, should make an actor, uh, you should make a poster where Jose's in gray and, and, and all of us. All right. And I came up with the one of Brian holding the sign with the gray Jose on it. And Kyle didn't say a word. Normally, he's the first one that's like, that's awesome or ha ha ha. Doesn't say a word. 
So I, I was actually like, got busy too. I actually got busy at work and I couldn't pick up my phone. I was like, all right, so then it sucks. Oh, guess he doesn't like it. And I was like, yep. ah, that's funny. But it's too <laughs> so I, and then I remade it. So <laughs> Tiff says, bang Aunt May. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the last thing I want to talk about tonight, real quick, is everyone who watches the show in the UK or in the EU. Um, and either on reruns or live, I don't think you're doing it live. You might be, but article 13 passing in the, the EU, um, is pretty much going to be an internet killer for today's internet, whether it's a meme killer for sure. Um, so what is that, Matt? Well, Article 13 is basically it's a, a copyright law. Here in the States, we have a fair use law. Not a lot of people understand that under the fair use law, like you can take someone's picture and as long as you alter it enough, it can be considered fair use. So they can't hit you with copyright claims. So what people, what I don't want to call them parliament members or Congress members, but what politicians in the EU decided to do was take that and say, well, we're going to give all this money back to the company. So we're going to put in place copyright laws that pretty much made everything that you put on the internet copyright now. And what they did with it is they're making it to where you're as in the U S if I were to post something that's copyright, they could come after me. Well, under this new law in the EU, if you, if you post something that's copyright, they can go after the, the company. So like YouTube, a lot of people use, images and their thumbnails on youtube so if you're using a thumbnail image on youtube that they deem copyright they can go after and sue youtube so it makes the company responsible and not necessarily the person doing it so they from what it sounds like it, it passed and they have two years till 2021 to implement it and from looks like we don't know what's going to happen youtube hasn't announced what they're going to do yet um so they might just pull out completely out of those countries so if that happens you should still be able to get this podcast auto or through the audio download but you're no longer gonna be able to watch it on youtube because something out well i don't i don't know what they can do because it's fair use man like honestly if you go if you and your friends take a a picture and you're like awesome day trip and there's a mcdonald's sign in the background mcdonald's can sue you for copyright they can sue youtube for copyright or any site you post it to they can sue them for copyright so they're talking about twitch youtube all these streaming sites are gonna have to deal with all these copyright laws they're doing it music too yeah and like the only in the music industry is what really started it there they were really pushing for that and what the only thing that's going to make it interesting is that each each country in the E that's a part of the EU has to implement it um, on their own. So they have to come up with their own impl- implementation of it and they have till 2021 to do it. So nobody really knows what they're going to do or how they're going to enforce it. So I, YouTube's pretty smart. They'll figure it out. They're, they're, they'll figure out how to stay there. I don't know. Well, at that point you're putting your risk in, billions of people's hands because you're you're trusting someone to not post something that's copyright to your site to where a company can find it and sue you you just click a box or like their video not to have something that's copyright in it 
you know, like right, right there, Kyle, you, yeah. Napster, right. Right there. All those pictures behind you, they can, you know, image could be like, Oh, that's an image comic. It's copyright. That's original art. That's original art from the artist is copyrighted by them. Unless you have, unless you have a, um, agreement in, in writing and prove that they told you. I went there, I gave them money. They performed a service. Now I own the product. That's, that's what, that's what the debate is though. Is it a master debate? It's a master debate. Mm -hmm. Fucking pervert. (laughs) You dirty pervert. I think they're going to figure out something. I just, I just don't see them having the filter police. Well, I don't know how they're going to filter it. It's going to be rough. Because they're saying this. Like, they're saying right now. Can you imagine YouTube, what they're going to have to implement to filter everything that travels to the internet to have? Because they're not going to be able to have people look at it. So they're going to have to have some yep. kind of filtering system. And they got two years to come up with that. Well, and like a lot of people are speculating that it's a way to silence the the independent media voice in those countries. That's what a lot of people are coming on social media is that this passed with an agenda to try and silence independent news sources that aren't part of the big three that don't have the money to get copyright releases and all of that. I think what's going to happen is it's going to fade away and nothing's really going to come about of it. Maybe. I hope the hackers have something to say about it. Saban's going to sue your, (laughs) sue YouTube for your power Rangers books, Matt. They, (laughs) They could, it would be boom. I don't think Saban has anything to do. Well, I'm going to sue you anymore. for having an absolute geek shirt. No, you're not because that's my property. <laughs> that's that's all. That's all me. It's Ooh, all us. Damn. Ooh, sorry. Ooh, <laughs> sorry about that. You can't sue. You can't that's, sue me because I'll sue you back. It's all you. I'll sue you back for having that shirt. But. Matt approves the Absolute Geek podcast because it's his. That's what. That's what the next <laughs> that's shirt right. should be. That's right. That's the next shirt. It's mine and the fact that. Oh no! The next shirt will be a picture of you, and it says, "It's all me." <laughs> Shut up. That's it. That's the new shirt, Jay. Yeah. It's all me. <laughs> Jay's not even in the chat. Now you're getting confused. He was earlier. Was he? I didn't see him. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna message him right now. There you go. Anyone else see Kyle? Anyone else see Kyle getting butt hurt right here? Getting all butt hurt, Kyle? Oh, I don't care. It's not all me. I think that's gonna be a funny shirt, though. I sucked your your face. We all did enough dick sucking and circle jerking tonight, so I just figured. (laughs) Figured you gotta take it back. (laughs) (laughs) No, I could never take it back. I've told you many times that you fucking stepping up has helped me a lot. I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to start doing my own Photoshop now. Do it. I would love to see some Kyle Photoshops. <laughs> I'm going to have to. I'm Do it, please. To. <laughs> love to see some Kyle Photoshops. You'd love to? Yeah. All right. It's on. That's all right. Challenge accepted. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, but yeah, so yes. um, depending on what happens, who knows? But YouTube could decide to pull out sooner. YouTube could decide to pull out next it week. Usually, is what happens? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I would say, like, YouTube could do, choose to just shut everything off next week, and it'd be done and over because they don't want to deal should. with it. So, if they had balls, know. they would. <laughs> but yeah, Kevin, 
Stick it to the Europeans. Right. Kevin Smith could sue me for having mall rats posters in my background. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, he is. He's not in Europe. Why would he do that? I think it's so funny that you and your friends used to uh, just rent the shit out of mall rats, Brian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's so funny. It was crazy. That movie was constantly playing. And the fact that like you didn't even hear about Clerks until after Mallrats blew yeah. my mind. <laughs> yeah. I saw Mallrats before I saw Clerks. Really? really? Mm-hmm. I, I saw Mallrats first. But I did see Army of Darkness in the theaters. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. The movie's fucking awesome. All I saw was the remake. Hey, your shoes on the Evil Dead. Evil Dead. <laughs> this is my boomstick. Yeah. You're, you're a movie guy and you've never seen that movie? No, I've never seen that movie. Oh my God. I'm a, movie, I'm a movie guy, but there's still quite a few movies I haven't even like taken the time to sit down and watch. So, I don't know. Yeah, I remember the dude I knew was like, we have to go see this movie. I was like, what movie? Are we at darkness? And I was like, fuck it. Let's go see it. I was like, yeah, this movie's fucking pretty good. I wait, love wait, wait. Darkness. Someone got you to go to the theater to see it? Yeah, when I was a kid. Oh, Jesus. How's I was that? hanging out with the dude, and he was like, dude, we got to go see Army of Darkness. I fucking love Evil Dead. I was like, all right, yeah. fuck it. Let's go see it. I'm down. Shop smart, shop S smart. Yes, sir. <laughs> Cool. But and you don't right. even get it, do you, Matt? No, I don't. Oh my god. You don't even get the put, reference. I'll put that on my list of things to watch. It was fucking fantastic. God, it'd be so that. cool. I'm that gonna watch it tonight. Alright. <laughs> nah, I see it so many times. I burnt a hole in my DVD. <laughs> I saw the art I saw the Evil Dead remake. But I never saw the original. Oh, that's the best one. You've never seen any of the Evil Deads? Nope. Oh, oh Evil God. Dead 2 is the best one. Well, <laughs> is fuck, even, when he fucking jukes the deer. <laughs> isn't Evil Dead 2 just a remake of the first one? Yeah, with a little bit extra storyline and way better, way more money. And it, Yeah, and it's a little bit, and they added a little bit more, like, comedy to it, too. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why I didn't care for Ash versus Evil Dead that much either. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you have to totally appreciate the where it came from. Yeah, Bruce Campbell is so fucking good in Evil Dead Two. His acting, the scene with his hand is unreal. Yes. <laughs> Kyle, as Kyle calls him a dick. <laughs> he is a dick to me. Yeah. <laughs> what was I, mean, I still lo- I still love the guy, but he's a he was a dick to me. Where? At Comic Con. How when when did this happen? A few years ago when he was at Comic Con when I had him sign my lunchbox. Oh, I don't remember him. I, I guess I didn't know you then. I remember yeah. coming to Comic Con because that was when like it was the same year Stan Lee was there, right? And all the line shit got like fucked up. Yeah. You had, oh, that's right. You had to keep getting out of line, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I remember now. And I wanted him to sign my metal lunchbox with a paint marker. He's like, it's never gonna dry. I said it's gonna fight them. It's a paint marker on a metal fucking box. Yes, that's just gonna dry before I leave the line. 
nope, I know, I know a lot about autographs. What do you know about autographs? I said, I know this fucking paint pen's gonna dry on the wait, fucking wait, wait. metal lunchbox. He actually said, I know a lot about autographs. What do you know about autographs? Yes, he was a dick, dude. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> he was a dick. And then the last thing he said to me is, says, good luck having that dry. And I went, look, it's already dry. And I touched it and then I walked away. <laughs> he was probably like, that guy's a dick. <laughs> I'm sure he did. No, because remember I told you this, I told the story on there before. He wouldn't do it. He was only going to sign a black Sharpie. I said, you're really going to sign a black fucking lunchbox with a black Sharpie? No, do it in silver, a silver paint marker. And I finally said, you know what? I am paying for an autograph. He said, you're, he said, yes, sir. You are here's and he, and then he signed it in the paint marker. Fucking, um, I had to tell him that he was fucking doing a job for me before he would fucking sign it. Tim, <laughs> Tim says Ash is a dick. So maybe Bruce wasn't acting, <laughs> but yeah, uh, exciting stuff. And then he fucking signed my lunchbox and he wrote stay groovy on it. I'll be interested to see everything that's coming out of WonderCon this weekend. Yeah. Oh, fuck, we were supposed to be there, Brian. Yeah, I totally yeah. spaced about it. It's a bummer. Get, get in your car and make a day trip out of it. Yeah. Kyle will drive. Get there Kyle, quick in my little Volkswagen. Kyle likes day trips to California, don't you, Kyle? Oh, yeah, they're great. <laughs> I was just talking about that today. Our trip to California, our, our, our trip to WonderCon? Yes, our fucking... Uh, our turnaround. Yeah. Because uh, I guess the NCAA game is there this weekend, too. Oh, shit. It's Saturday. It's somewhere in Anaheim. Oh, damn. And uh, Anaheim's popping. If Michigan that got that forgot to play the other day. What? Michigan State. Is it Michigan State or State of Michigan? I don't know which one. But they, they only scored 44 points in the whole game. Oh. Okay. That's why I said they forgot to show up to play. Oh, uh, dude, I haven't watched any of the tournament. But if they were going to win, he was going to go watch them in Anaheim. Oh, I was nice. like, dude, there's a Comic Con going on there. It might be a little bit expensive right now. And I said, I've done that day trip. It fucking sucked. It does. It does suck. But what are you going to do? At least you got. Well, at least we got invited. You know. Yeah, that's from, That's cool. But so yeah, hopefully everyone has a good time. If you're at WonderCon, it'll be interesting to hear what comes out of that. Um, yeah. Oh, nice. I don't know what else. Because I was, I mean, I'm interested. They had a Dark Phoenix panel, so I've been interested to see what came out of that. But I bet that's good. I still, I'm still banking that's going to be a good movie. Really. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, here we go. Don't get him started on this. I won't get started on it, but I think it's going to be a good movie. I, I hope really so, man. I really do, but um, I'll just say that. I'll just leave it at that. And I hope so. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm pulling for it. It's probably going to be terrible because of all the reshoots, but I'm, I just have this feeling it's going to be – I think it's going to be good. But I got Maybe. terrible taste in movies, so <laughs> except for the Army of Darkness. <laughs> Don't be upset, Kyle. It happens to all of us. 
What? Mm-hmm. I said, don't be upset. It happens to all of us. Well, we all get that 9.8 out. <laughs> you fucking right. <laughs> that 9.8. <laughs> Never going to live that down. <laughs> Never going to live that down. But uh, I think that's that's it. That's all I got for this week. You guys got anything else you want to talk about? Um, No. No, I'm good. I'm actually going to, with how good uh, you guys are saying Walking Dead Season 9 is, I think I'm going to go start watching them. There you go. You're going to start with you're gonna start with Season 9? Yeah. Just going to jump right in with Season 9, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know most of everything else, right? Yeah. It, it, you know, like I was telling, I was telling my math teacher, because he was like, I was like, I thought he would, we had talked about Walking Dead one time last semester, and and I was like, dude, I was like, isn't, did you watch the last episode of Walking Dead? It wasn't fucking great. It's like, oh, I haven't watched it since like before Negan was on it. And I was like, he's like, I was like, just start watching it. He's like, well, haven't I missed nothing? I was like, nope. Just start fucking watching it. You're, you won't, you won't regret it. You don't need a lot of, they kind of fill in a little, you know, you get the gist of the backstory. Everybody kind of knows the Negan thing. So even if you didn't watch it, you, it, it still makes it for a good season. Nothing that happened prior really helps. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it won't take away from it. How good it is. We've pretty much filled you in. So you, I mean, you should yeah. be good. Yeah. You have the goddamn comics. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have every issue of the comics. You bastard. Yep. That's kind of why I'm just going straight to season nine. Read them. Yep. Or, fucking read them. Or donate them to charity. Yeah. My name is now Charity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is now Charity, and I will take them off your hands. For at least the first 27, right? Yep. Yeah. I will now take them off your hands. But, uh, all right, well, I think that's a good place to stop tonight. Jay, while we're finishing up, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you on social media and uh, find your podcast, man. Oh, sure. Um so the name of the blog is Audio Ammunition, and you can find it at audioammunition.blogspot.com. We're on Twitter, on Facebook, and you'll see the podcast posted on the blog hopefully in the next week. Maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always give yourself that extra time when, when editing, right? something goes wrong. So that's good stuff, man. I'm glad that you... Uh, Getting out there and getting back into it. it sounds sounds like you're gonna do good things with that. Sounds well, like you've thanks. already been doing good things with with audio ammunition as far as the blog goes. So we it's try. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I won't even let Brian plug his podcasts anymore. He's he's banned. <laughs> Except on the fourteenth. Except on the fourteenth, with Kyle's on there. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm gonna talk about. I'm not even. I'm not I'm not entertaining enough to be interviewed. Clearly you are. Clearly you're the better of the two hosts because you're the only one that got the invite, brother. Oh, not true, um, not true. You you go tear it up, Kyle. You go represent us pr- proud, Kyle. Uh, oh, now I'm going to crush you. Get Kyle as drunk as possible and then uh you know, have an alien come in and with an anal probe. I and want you to, I want you to represent like a absolutely. fun-filled episode. I want you to rep to rep your absolute geek shirt on that show. Yeah, and I want my uh, 
my comic code authority shirt. Should be like Tim and go buy one. Where um, Te- Teespring? There we go. No, you don't have to buy one. I'll get you one. I'll yeah. get you. I'll get you a good one from Jay. There we go. Because I feel bad. Like I feel bad. One hundred percent bad. Like I wish. I knew Tim said something about it before, but I wish he would have said something before he bought it because I would have told him to hold off because those shirts did not come out the way I wanted them to from Teespring. Because the, I was hoping, because the way it is, if you see it behind me, with the stamp on his shirt, there's the it's got the white box. And I don't want that. I want the edged stamp. Yes. So uh, Jay, knows, Jay knows what I want. So um, maybe we'll have to to replace what a Matt wants, what a Matt needs. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I want the best for these for our listeners, right? <laughs> that was a great, that was a great song, Kyle. <laughs> oh man, that's fucking awesome. Tim says, don't worry, Kyle. Just act like a statue. I've seen it done before. <laughs> That's probably what I'll do. I'll be like, nah, dude, you're going to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you're, you're the, you're the better of the two hosts. Cause you're the one that got the interview or the invite. So you go over there and rep us, rep us hard, Kyle. Damn. I'm going to have to do this. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Just walk in there with that picture over your your face, so when they have it on camera, it just it just shows that picture. I'm gonna Homer Simpson. I'm gonna back into the bushes. Yeah, <laughs> it is weird being on somebody else's show, man. Uh, it, it is because you don't want to like step on people's toes, and you don't want to talk too much, and, and like you know, comment oh, on the show, and then you just feel like a jerk. So then you just end up overcompensating, and then like kind of. You know, not saying much at all. Nah, what are you talking about? Are you talking for personal? Yes, for yeah. personal. <laughs> totally. When we did that AZ NerdNet month, um, when I was on all those other people's shows, man, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, I don't want to be a jerk and, bleh, you know, talk about myself the whole time. And oh, I don't, I don't care. We, though. me and Matt didn't have that problem. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, you guys were, you guys were good. I mean, it, 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 you didn't yeah. told, you know, like take it over or anything. <laughs> well, that's what we try to do in our show is make you feel as comfortable as possible. So we want you to to you know jump in there and who cares whose feet you step on? Oh well, you that you know you tell me that at the end. Thank you. For I that. T- I've told you that before. <laughs> <laughs> you act like you've never recorded with us before. I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> You just don't. You just don't have someone over talking you who's on your own show this time. So that's that's the only difference here. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> but yeah, you know, the voice, the loudest voice is always the most heard, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, man, thanks for coming on the show. I'm glad you uh, decided to come on, and we definitely appreciate you wrapping up our. How about us wrap up our guest host slash Jose falling asleep month? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
good way to end it guys check out if you're into music and um check out audio ammunition for sure check out his blog and look out for that podcast again jay i want to thank you for coming on the show we definitely appreciate it you'll definitely have to invite matt on your show yeah no don't dude i don't know (laughs) shit about music don't invite me on there invite (laughs) kyle kyle will be a good guest on there Uh, okay the man the man man has stories (laughs) behind the scenes behind the scenes stories yeah old music stories yeah ask him about being a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's got good stories and he used to for, uh do photography for bands so he's got all kinds of cool stories and he's uh-huh. playing bands so there you go kyle can be your first full interview yeah there you go <sighs> there you go but um guys i want to thank everyone for hanging out in the chat tonight it was a another great night chat was fire as always appreciate everyone for coming out and and contributing to the show with your comments and questions in the chat. It's always a good time. Uh, if it's your first time, find us on YouTube. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Um, make sure you turn notifications on so you know every Friday night when we go live since with different time zones. Um, yeah, if you want to find the show, you can find it, the audio version of the show. It's available every Monday on any podcasting platform. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and all social media on twitter we are at um a geek podcast so for this week's episode of the absolute geek podcast i'm matt i'm kyle i'm brian and he's jay oh at some point people will get this i didn't know you're fine you're fine you're fine fine. i'm just (laughs) and we'll see you 